This is a Showbile podcast. What I was saying, though, basically, is like on the weekend is when you get a logger, any brand, like what, what we had was a uh, it's country, uh, what is it, country 89? I don't know if it's 89, whatever the country station in North Bay is, they have a, a sponsored beer. So they teamed up with the local uh, brewery there and they got uh, country logger, they call it. And it's got the two morning, the morning host, the afternoon host, and then a local artist as the like design on the can. And fucking man, it's pretty cool. But I was drinking those all weekend and it tastes to me no different than like a canadian or a fucking budweiser or any other kind of lager like around the board it's fucking you know what you're getting and when i drink beer i'm not drinking it to taste and reminisce like you would with a wine like you know i'm drinking beer to get drunk so that's why i'm not really a fan of IPAs. <laughs> I, I don't want to get you know mgd and stick with it and fucking oh yeah dude my go-to you can't go wrong with mgd I wish it was Canadian though. That's the only thing that I'm like, fuck. It's not Canadian a, beers. Yeah, it's not a Canadian land. beer. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, all right, boys, we're into episode 15 here of Bucks on Nux now, and uh, welcome to the show. It's Ty Demmer here, and I guess uh, we got a couple of psychics on the show because last episode the lads predicted almost the exact trade return the Calgary Flames got for Matthew Kachuk. So we're going to talk about that trade a bit on the show today, and also speaking of psychics and predicting the future. We seem to do that every week here on Box on Knox when it comes to UFC gambling picks. So we're going to hammer some more of those out today for UFC 277. And we're going to recap a couple of fights from last weekend. And then uh, we'll get into some baseball. And Stewie J also has some pretty big news uh, to announce near the end of the show. Huge. So yeah, get excited for that. And then, um, you know, before we check out the crystal ball and predict the future here and all that, uh, how about we check in with the lads? How are you boys doing? Doing well, boys. Um, I'm going to the Blue Jays game. Um, Sunday, that's nice. against the Tigers. I think the series opener is on right now. Jays are down. Jays are down one nothing as we speak. For just for reference, this is Thursday, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Jays are currently seven fifty four. Jays are currently down one nothing to the Detroit Tigers. I'll be there on Sunday. Um, this pod will probably come out tomorrow on Thursday. Um, hit up Bucks on Nux if you're going to be there on Sunday. It's also Caribbean weekend in Toronto, so it's going to be a little bit of packed show. Might be hard getting downtown, but we'll make it work. Also, what other news do I got? Uh, my dad came home with a brand new truck yesterday. Um, I guess the other one wasn't good enough. This one's like a brand new, boys. You know, like the the new what Dodge. Kind? Oh, it's a Dodge, Dodge Ram. But but listen, listen. So we have this big ass trailer, right? It's like a fifth like wheel a trailer. No, no, no. Or yeah, what do you, what do you classify it? Like when I hear camper, I think like a camper van. Well, I'm thinking trailer, like you have a trailer, you can throw like wood and shit in and like fucking oh, no, okay, trailer. Okay, or like sorry, yeah, one yeah. you can sleep in camping and trailer. shit like that. Yeah, camping yeah, gotcha. trailer, okay. camping trailer. And it's like a fifth wheel. So it goes, you know, the ones that go over the fucking, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the truck bo- the truck bed. And then there's like the special like fifth wheel, uh, oh, like tow attachment. So yeah. you had this, it was a 2019, I believe we had this like blue Ram 1500 and it, was like it's certified to pull the weight of the trailer like it is a big trailer admittedly but it's certified to pull the weight but my dad obviously like ah no no this thing sucks like oh it's so it's way this trailer is way too hard we're packing it too full way too hard on this truck and stuff just to make an excuse for him to go <laughs> um to buy a brand new it's a 2019 like he bought it like a few years ago and now he buys a brand it. new like 2020 <laughs> i don't know if it's a 2021 2022 um 
Ram 2500 Cummins diesel. It's about, uh, I think you got a deal on it because my brother's like, um, works for Chrysler and he's, it's like still way too expensive. So what I'm trying to say is why I brought this up mm-hmm. is we need a full support of the listeners here to share the show because eventually I have a feeling <laughs> I'm going to start being asked to pay the bills here. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no idea how he's afforded this goddamn truck. So, um, gotta get your use out of it. They eh? bring you down they, to the ball game there on the weekend. Yeah, hang exactly. out at, uh, the big, you know, celebration there. Yeah. What is it? Cabana? Is that Carabana? Right? Carabana. So, yeah. Carabana. Okay. The big it. show in Toronto this weekend. Oh, before I, and sorry. Bring the camper out there and fucking send it. <laughs> yeah, right. Holy fuck. You wouldn't be able, you can barely fit yourself down there, dude. As far as I know, everything I know yeah, about you. I'm not used to the been. city, eh? See, fuck. I fuck actually love city. it. I, I wouldn't live there, obviously, because like it'd be loud, <laughs> but yep. um, I actually love it. Uh, I was born in Scarborough, so it's kind of like where I grew up, and I have a lot of family still in there fucking my mom said i didn't know that my mom said portuguese i know ty hates the fucking portuguese back in the trailer <laughs> oh wow what do you say they all live in toronto they all live in toronto so that's how the family <laughs> is uh on the city so i'm used to it um and sorry for taking uh too much time here but i got a fat rant to go on boys just a quick one I'm putting Shoot. all the fucking TikTok boomers on the fucking barbecue this week. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> because we posted a few clips now on Bucks on Nux. It's your trade proposals, Dylan. Yep. First off, the Kachuk one. We posted the Kachuk one. Both of them are just asking if you were in the Leaf situation. For the Kachuk one, it was for you, are you, if you're in the Leaf situation, would you make this deal? And then you say the deal, blah, blah, blah. And then these fucking TikTok boomers, dude, are just saying... Oh, Leafs fans think they're going to get everyone. Oh, Leafs fans think they... Every time there's like, oh, Leafs fans think it's just, oh, never going to happen, buddy. Oh, brutal trade, blah, blah, all this shit, dude. And it's like, I just want to reply and be like, bro, you're 45 on TikTok. Like, <laughs> stop chirping us. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. The one guy especially, okay. And then the other one was the Scotty or the KD trade. And there, <laughs> you said, what was it? Scotty Barnes, OG, um, Gary Trent, Trent Jr. Uh, two and first two firsts. So I guarantee you that's at least what the Nets are asking for. Even though it sounds ridiculous, that's what the Nets are asking for. And if it's going to happen, it's going to include Barnes. Everyone's saying um, not, Sco- not Scotty Barnes. As soon as I heard Scotty, it was a no. But it is what it is. Like, I said the same thing almost, yep. right? Yep. And, and when I made the clip, I mean, you said you think you, you do it, right, in the pod? But I, that- I said, I said if, if that was the deal, regardless, yeah, I think I would do it just because... Yeah, like you'd have the best big three in the East, but I also said I completely understand why we wouldn't want to give up Scotty Barnes. Yeah, yeah. So besides the fact that you said that you do in the pot, I made the clip, and the clip just it didn't say that you wanted to do it. You literally specifically asked if you're the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Would you in the Nets come to you and ask for this, 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 and this for Durant? Are you taking it? And that was the extent of the clip. And these guys are saying not gonna happen like he's going to celtics or the suns it's already confirmed or another guy or everyone's saying no and everyone's saying worst trade in history as if it's not realistic asking price that they're the like Nets why are, are you like even on it. tiktok it's like yeah and then the, that's what yourself, i'm saying then the one guy <laughs> yeah. the one guy goes why are you he's like why are you even on your brutal trade is was that guy not a tiktok boomer was he like a 45 oh, year old or am i tripping Guy's picture made it look like you didn't even want to chirp him because you just feel bad about it. But it was like I went right <laughs> to his. I went right to his profile. This guy's nick. His his username is Costco guy. Costco guy. <laughs> like this guy's minimum. This guy's minimum forty years old right. on TikTok. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just, it's brutal, dude. It's brutal. (laughs) That's the thing that makes me want to say, like, you're asking, like, that one especially. It was like, why am I on TikTok? Why are you on TikTok? But obviously, we're adding the bucks on this page. We want to keep a good image here. Uh, Maybe we should just go. Maybe we'll our brand will just be like chirping all the people that fucking hate us. <laughs> well, but then we look soft, eh? Then we look like insecure. But like, I get I in the know. comment section on my own fucking oh, profile. Yeah, and I start it. I start going off on guys. Well, not going off, but I start teeing back on guys. Like, it's like, realistically to me, that trade, me and you had a conversation about it, Suey. That would be the fucking deal. They just yeah. had, the rumors just came out. The Celtics offered Jalen Brown something, something in picks. And they said, we want Marcus Smart too. Yeah. Marcus Smart and Jalen uh, Jalen Brown are better than Gary Trent and OG Ananobi, and they wanted more. Like that's exactly what it's yeah. going to be. And the fucking Leafs deal. Guess what it was? It was a fucking top line score, which William Nylander could be a top four defenseman with Jake, which Jake Muzzin is. I said two first round picks. They got a first round yeah, pick, and I said a prospect, then. and they got a prospect. Those deals are going to be bang on what actually happened, I think. And I'm, I, I only use Toronto because I watch those teams. I'm a fan of those teams, right? So I know the teams better. I know the players better. So I use them as an example. If I would have picked fucking Florida, like it would have been, I would have been bang on. I would have said Uyghur yeah. in the deal. I would have said a prospect. I would have said a first-round pick. I, I don't know if I would have said Huberto, but we'll get into that later. But, dude, these yeah. people are literally so dumb. People like, that's a laughable trade. That's a laughable comment. You guys are just showing you how dumb you are. Like I get, I get, I, I it doesn't like, a, it doesn't affect me. I just read them and be like, you guys are the idiots here. This is what's funny about it, is you guys are the idiots, not me. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, people hear what they want to hear, like regardless of the age or anything like that. Like people are just stupid out there. You could be yeah. fucking our age and be a dumbass, or be an old boomer and be a dumbass. But these people here, uh, like I think Stu, you said, like DK was putting it out the you know putting it out there as if if you were it's in this position would you say yeah, yes like, or no he's it's not like saying offer. like i would take this but then everyone hears what they want to hear it's yeah, not even they, saying they it's hear. gonna happen we're obviously yeah. we're we're leafs i mean not you but like we're in the leafs area so we serve to the leafs crowd right so yeah, and i'm not a leafs me, fan you know, talk the leafs. <laughs> i know but <laughs> you know what i'm saying we're from ontario we're gonna talk in, in from the toronto it's local, area we're gonna yeah, talk about the, totally. yeah so yeah so everything's leafs most of our listeners to put it simply like we're still a relatively small podcast and a lot of our listeners are like our own friends who obviously yeah. are leafs fans most of them or some of them at least right more relatable right or at the at the very least they hear about the leafs all the time so it makes yep. sense for yeah. us to talk about the leafs so like just because um like there was nothing in that Kachuk clip that that said I think he's going to go to the Leafs. It was no. just a purely like uh we want to see what the Leafs what fans have to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like even if even if we were like heard enough to even like make a response, like they wouldn't even see it. Obviously, right? Because no. it's the way TikTok works, right? Unless you're following us, but so like it's not even worth it at that point. But um, I don't even yeah. react to shit like that. Like I work in radio, right? And I get people sometimes on the, uh, the, the Facebook page and things like that saying nasty stuff, whether it be something political or a news story we report on, whether it be the, uh, truckers convoy or something where like, I'm not saying my opinion, I'm just reporting the news. And then people are like, you know, bashing online about why aren't you saying this or why are you saying this? And it's like, fuck man. Like I'm just fucking putting it out there and you know, like, I don't even, what I'm basically getting to is I don't even react to those kind of messages because sometimes I think they're just poking at it just to get a reaction, just to like make you look bad. Like that's all they're trying to get out of it. So I just ignore a lot of that shit. I don't even fucking respond to them. I just respond to like, you know, the, the positive energy and that's like, 
the yeah. kind of shit you know we we want i think to unbox on knocks like no, yeah no you gotta start like uh mixing up the content i think on tiktok because well, I knew when that I posted that clip, there was going to be a lot of no's for the Scotty Barnes one or yep. for the KD ones, like especially. Like I knew it was going to be mostly no's, but it was not a single one. There was a hundred. There's over like there's almost 150 comments, I believe, right now on that thing, and it's there's more comments than likes, which I feel like that's great. Though the interaction, it's I love it's that. good, yeah, exactly. but usually that means usually that means a bad take. Like from yeah, what I've learned on bad. TikTok, I don't know. But that thing I about TikTok, dude. The thing about TikTok that I've been noticing since like. I go on the Bucks on X page and it's all sports and like hockey, UFC, all that shit type of contact we or content we see on our poor you page now that we made that account, right? So I'm scrolling through and I see a bunch of like hockey videos and there are some like filled with like brutal, brutal, brutal takes in like yeah. in people like like that like I don't know TikTok people is just uh, obviously like nobody needs to be like an expert, right? But like you know, like it's fair to be a casual. But if you're gonna go on TikTok and like be that like animated and defensive about it it's like dude like you gotta almost know what you're saying like what was one video um i saw a video of a dude doing like a top five list um of random players you know those filters that'll yep. just cycle through players and stop on one so he's like i'm gonna like try and do this so basically the basis was um he had a one through five list and then a random player would pop up and then he would have to guess based on like the what he thinks like the general talent of players or what he thinks um like the next four are going to pop up like where to place that player in the top five so i think like the first guy he got was jack hughes and he posted um he put him at like th uh three i think right and then under him it wasn't a perfect list but at some point i think the last person or second last person he got was elise Pettersson. he put him under hughes and then um everyone in the comments was like Patterson over Hughes, Patterson over Hughes, which I think is an absolutely brutal take. I don't know about you guys, but um, I had both Patterson and Jack Hughes on my fantasy this 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 year. So I first I, I, I was seeing it with my own eyes right in front of me every single night. And Jack Hughes is just a far superior player at this point. Like obviously Patterson's still young, and I thought Patterson was gonna have a breakout breakout year, and he was. He had a rough nasty. year, yeah. But he I had a stole rough Patterson year. from you in fantasy after, and he started lighting it up as soon as yeah, I got Yeah, he started lighting him up, but he still wasn't doing Jack Hughes shit. I'm telling you, Jack Hughes was he was on a 90-point pace with no elite line mates, dude. Like, he's got, like, Sharon Govich yeah. and shit on, on his line. And, like, I think Jet is Jesper, Jesper Bratt was, like, another good – he had a good year in New Jersey. I don't know if he's on even on his line, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jack Hughes is, is that guy, and people don't realize it. But, like, they were – there was so many. Most of the comments were just saying – Patterson Bover Hughes, that's so bad. And they were like defend they were like being like they were pissed. Probably about Canucks fans. Like, no they fucking love that Patterson guy, man. Well, no, it's just I feel like most of hockey TikTok is Canada, so they hear and they know about Patterson and they and then they've been hearing the last two years about fucking uh Jack Hughes being a bust and they kind of already written him off. And then they don't really care what's going on in New Jersey, so they didn't really see and he was injured half the year. But if he played a full year, bro, he was on a ninety point pace with zero elite linemen. So like you know what I mean? So he's kinda he's kind of that guy in my opinion. Jack Hughes can be a stud. And that eight by eight contract he got before last season is uh, everyone was saying that could end up being a shit contract. It's looking like a steal now. Yeah. Uh, backtracking a little bit here. We were checking in with the lads and uh, we got to get back to DK here before we get into our hockey talk. So how are you doing? Yeah, DK? Sorry, Anything sorry. new with you? No, no, no. I'm doing, I'm doing great. That rant. I love it because you know what there's, I honestly want to say other than like a few for a, for a very, you know, a smaller podcast, like we run, and a account like we run, I might get barbecued on 
on social media more than any other person. Like I, I oh, throw yeah. out Stephen A. Smith takes according to everybody <laughs> else where I'm just out here talking bullshit. But it's like, it's the same thing as Stewie says, just to build in your points. So I, I said, if there's one player in the league that could score 82 goals in 82 games, it's Austin Matthews. Everyone was like, you just said he's, he's going to score 82 and 82. Yes, it's like, exactly. it's like I said, he, he's the only player in the league that could do it. I literally said in the podcast, if you fucking listen a little bit longer, I say it in the podcast, like, I don't think the Leafs are going to make this deal. I don't think the Leafs are in on Kachuk. There's nothing to be said that they are. But this is the deal, if they were, that I think would have to take to get them here. If I was fucking talking Mm -hmm. shit about the Leafs getting everybody, do you not think that Ty would be the first one to speak up and say, you're a fucking idiot? Like, he would be. Yeah, he would be. He's a (laughs) Sens fan. Same with him with the Sens. If he was just like, you know what? They're getting everybody. Like, I'd be like, no, fuck, you're an idiot. I'm not saying that shit, right? Like, but people on TikTok, they just they just want to hop down somebody's throat. And I don't mind being that guy. I actually, it makes me puff my chest out a little bit, like, further every single time. But uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I love it. Like, I love going on TikTok and seeing there's 150 comments and 148 of them disagree with me. Well, and the other yeah. two are me standing up for myself. Like, there was a couple said, nail like, guns, dude. There was a couple nail guns on the on the Matthews take a while ago that were like, he didn't say will. He says he's the only yeah. one that couldn't. And like I yeah. said that at one point, like I was trying to defend you, like I d- wasn't on the podcast or wasn't the one that posted the video on my own account. And there was like actual other people that came on there and were saying oh, that, yeah. like just randoms, just defending you. And I was like, W. See, that's w- that's w- the thing. It's like that's that's what. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I know what I say on the pod. We know what we say on the pod. So it's fucking good yeah, it's clips hilarious. to get out there. Good clips to get out there. I like getting the people going, baby. I was just going to say quick. I honestly think that we should do a lot more of those trade proposals because they go crazy so. on TikTok. I think so, well, too. I, you, you might end up being like the absolute like enemy number one, like public enemy number one on fucking TikTok. Leafs TikTok well, or something. Yeah, or, like, or I think at this TikTok. point, and any reaction's good. Like, just because you got a bunch of comments doesn't mean it was. Yeah, we did get a few take. follows from it, though. I can't lie. Yeah, I think I think that means it's a good take because it gets people interacting and it gets people interested, and it's not like fucking absolutely horrible. Like, you know, when a bad take is a bad take, yeah. right? Like, in, yeah. if you're smart enough to like, like people on TikTok apparently are dumbasses because they can't even you know understand proper English, where you're saying like. If you were in this situation, but they hear that as, okay, this is what I want as a Leaf fan or whatever. Like, fucking, I think any interaction is good interaction at this point because, you know, we're just getting started out here and it's just going to grow our page. But also, yeah, I guess you don't want to build the reputation of bad takes, but DK, I don't think that's a bad take at all. I think people are just fucking stupid as shit and they're, uh, we need to get an insider on the pod. They're They're looking for a reaction. We need to get Elliot Friedman on the pod or something and just ask him all your previous trade proposals and ask them if they're yeah, stupid. Exactly. And then post that on TikTok and be like, yeah, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend weeks, like weeks on the fucking takes or on the trade proposals or whatever and then put them all out there and then just, yeah, post them all. Because, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I live by this pure motto, especially in this game right here that we're doing. All pub is good pub. No matter yeah, what right it is, now, all for pub, sure. yeah, all at this point for sure is good pub. Um, yeah, but anyways, to check in with me, you know what's the cr- crazy thing is slipped my mind completely. I may be going to that Jays game on Sunday too. Um, no I'm way. Just, yeah, I'm Shoot. waiting for I'm waiting for something to go through with my parents here. I'm just waiting for the uh, okay, the latest that they're gonna let me know whether I come home is tomorrow or not. Shout out to my dad; he's got COVID right now. Um, I don't know if he's testing positive still. I haven't talked to him today. I probably should. That's just a shitty son moment on my part. Five days, five days. Give her, give her. Well, yeah, he tested, he tested positive on, on Sunday. Stu's very experienced with COVID. Stu's had yeah. COVID like 
experiences many times. Oh yeah, yeah but it, it's it a tested, joke. I'm not going to get onto that. But <laughs> yeah, that's another. That's yeah. for the other podcast, like Stewie J fucking COVID Tales Pod, <laughs> the Chronicles of Stewie J. But nice uh, yeah, the Chronicles <laughs> of COVID with Stewie J. <laughs> um, but no, so I might be going to that Jays game too. So if I get to the to the Jays game on Sunday and I'm home, we're definitely going to meet up and fucking <laughs> have a couple of brews or something and watch. Weird, hell yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, so it's too bad it's not next Sunday after because I'm on vacation. Hey, I'll be there with my family. You can make sure to bring a couple of like condos, tuck a couple Benjamins in your pocket to get and my dad to help him pay for the fucking for the truck fund. <laughs> hey, this is uh, a this is Stewie's truck rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, so that I'm doing well other than that, boys. I'm fucking I'm shredding at work right now. Um, outside of the pod, we're working hard on the pod. We're locking in. Like we said, we kind of tease it in the first. We got a big, big interview, especially for a smaller pod. We got a massive, massive interview for us with a guy that most people, as long as you watch um, hockey on the TV, you'll know this, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll say this. We'll say this. We'll say this. I'm going to obviously say the name at the end, but we'll say this. If it was... If it was a spit and shit, obviously we don't have fucking Wayne Gretzky or some shit coming on, no, right? No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, if we, um, if Spit and Chicklets had this interview, like, if this was a Spit and Chicklets episode that came out, I would listen. Oh, 100%. For 100%. Sure. It's good. Yeah. Interested in. Yeah, this yeah, is. Uh, I'll give you a little hint who that is. I want to give him a little hint. Best no, 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 no. Oh, that's all, hey, that, that's yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, giving yeah, shit yeah. up. They, they don't some even lettuce. know <laughs> nasty lettuce. Some nasty lettuce. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah this. Yeah. So that's this all I'm saying. This guy's plastered on your TV on a Saturday night. That's all we're gonna say. And fucking, we'll tease it. Listen to the end of the of the podcast. Hear who it is. We got some big things moving and shaking on this podcast and it fires me up every time I think about it boys and I know the listeners are kind of growing little by little here we're catching different guys listen to the pod here and there I was gonna say thank you for listening I know from all of our like all of us here we we fucking love the fact that people like this pod did you see the latest review on Apple pod I did who was that (laughs) saw some saw some guy on a train and he said listen not bad (laughs) wait what what was this I didn't see this I'm not gonna. Hey, What's I'm it? not gonna explain it, boys. You just got to imagine what about had happened. But um, yeah, go look. Ty. Go look. <laughs> okay, I'll have to take a look at that myself because uh, the lads aren't <laughs> gonna tell me shit here. Apparently, but uh, we were talking about. No, no, I'll tell you what it said. You'll you'll yeah. see what it said. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. Uh, I'm You're not gonna... gonna explain what happened there. Stewie's okay. just self promoting on the train. <laughs> oh, I see. So you saw a guy on the train, and you're like, buddy, check out Box on Nux. Go look at the review, bro. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll do that. Okay, okay. We'll move on to our... We'll get into it hey, here. Hey, wait, 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 wait. You want me to look great now or what? No, no, no. Not right now. I'm just saying, on that note, review the show. On Apple. Okay. Oh, 100%. Okay. Five-star, yeah. review it. Let us know what you think. Honestly, though, if you think it's a one-star, review one-star. Yeah, I no, mean, just, like, just throw the honest. review down. Yeah. Write a review, review and say, you guys fucking suck. I hate your takes. But, <laughs> yeah, we need the, we need the words though. I, yeah. well, actually, no, any review's fine. If you don't want to write, no, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm just saying, I like to read like with the with like the little every feedback. New review, yeah, just, a little feedback. Doesn't obviously, hurt. if you're just putting stars, like I don't even know you did it, right? But if you put like a stars are appreciated feedback, too, though. We like stars I, as well. Of course, that's what I'm trying to. That's that's the point I'm trying to get across. Thanks. Yep. Anyways, yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about that. We mentioned already a few times the Kachuk trade there, so I'll bring that up here. And last episode, yeah. we were, uh, you know, predicting the kind of trade the Flames were going to make when dealing Kachuk, and you guys nailed your predictions. And uh, now that it's been a week since that trade happened, what uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that Kachuk trade? 
Um, like who won the trade kind of thing. What do you think? Oh, dude, it's not even well, close. I know it's pretty obvious yeah, who won that it's, trade. It's very, it, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to say. I think you um, could argue fucking, trade. I think you could argue Huberdeau's a better player than Kachuk. I don't think yes. I would make that argument, but you could argue I'll that one for one. They're, yeah, exactly. They're totally There's different players, right? They, yeah. You they'll could serve make that a different purpose, obviously, right? Yep. But then I mean, you had Uyghur picks like Calgary absolutely robbed Florida. Like Florida looks a lot worse, I think, than they did last year, even with adding Kachuk. But uh, I'll get. I don't I'll, know. I'll let you guys get your thoughts. Losing Uyghurs big. Thought here. Losing Uyghurs big, but I think um, I think Kachuk serves a different purpose. Huberto, yes, but I think Kachuk serves a di- actually. Yeah, they. I feel like they did get worse because they lost Mason Marchman, who was a guy that was an absolute microwave for them. Was Huberto their captain the too? Season. Wasn't he their captain? No. Oh, Barkov. No, Barkov, that's Barkov. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's but, right. Um, that's right. But either way, he's a fucking big piece of that team. Gone. Yeah, it was clear to it was clear to see that. Um, I mean, they got bounced by Tampa Bay in, in a in a crazy fashion in the playoffs. So like, it was clear that they wanted like some physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, Kachuk, Kachuk's like I said last pod. There's nobody in the league like him. Like he's gonna like he's a very he's like one of the most valuable players to have on it on your team. I feel like in the league. Yeah. Um, especially if he can score at the pace that he did last year. But, yeah, losing Huberto, I don't know how to feel about it because they lost Marchment, and now they lost Uyghur and Huberto. Like, it just feels, it almost feels like even though they got, like, a guy, like, that's, no, he's, like, very unique and very valuable and nobody else is like him in the league, it feels like they still lost value overall um, this offseason like in total yeah i don't know 100 it is what it is but and i think calgary might have might have gotten better dude they did that's what i was gonna say man i think calgary fans can cool it now calgary flames were all upset remember that fucking like news reporter there and he's like fucking saying after his news report there he's like oh yeah i might uh you know that's it for today's news but i might uh you know sign a contract in columbus there if they offer me more money so like (laughs) all that shit that was happening in calgary less money there's yeah. less money. Yeah, than yeah. well, that's either way. Yeah. Fucking, I think Calgary fans that were all upset can cool it a bit after that salty, trade yeah. because they just, I think they absolutely robbed Florida right there. I uh, saw a thing on Instagram. This is a not a great source, but uh, well, it's Puck Empire. Like, I guess like they're like a decent source, but I don't know. There wasn't Puck Empire like there. Puck Empire. No, it was Puck Empire. <laughs> but they said, uh, they said. Um, I mean, he's not a source himself. Like he just shares the news from other sources. But he said mm-hmm. that, right? That's where I saw the news that, um, they're hearing that Huberto and Uyghur, um might be open to signing like uh, extensions in Calgary next after the, or like after next year. Oh, uh, dude, a hundred percent. So I was listening on Overdrive. You guys know I love the Overdrive show on TSN. Um, he they had Huberto on, and there's a couple comments I want to go over before oh, I get shit. into the trade. Uh, Jonathan Huberto was like kind of pissed that uh, uh, what Florida did to him. He said he felt disrespected. He felt like he gave a lot to the organization. They never told him his no name doubt. was in in trade talks or anything like that. And he felt he felt disrespected, which is crazy. And then he followed that up by saying, "I'm very open to signing in Calgary long term. I'm even really? I'm, yeah." yeah. He said, "I'm open to I'm open to signing in Calgary long term before the season even starts." Which is massive really? for Calgary, right? I didn't hear the same about Uyghur, but he he said like Uyghur's a great guy, and him and uh, Uyghur are like best friends, and so it's great that he's going with him. 
But yeah, he felt yeah. disrespected, whatever. I thought when that deal happened, my personal first thought was that Calgary had Matthew Kachuk on the market. They fielded a few calls and were like, I don't know, I don't know. And then Florida came in with this deal and they were like, yes, please. Like, don't change it yeah. whatsoever. Like, we're going to take it. So I think Florida just offered way too much. Like, I, do, I know I know what I said about the Nylander, Muzzin. Those two, Nylander and Muzzin are far worse than Huberto and Uyghur. Like, Uyghur's a yeah. top four defenseman on any team in the league. And Huberto yeah. is a first-line winger on any team in the league right now. He had 115 points last year. Did Huberto? I, I love Kachuk. You guys know I said it last week. How much I love the Kachuk brothers. I think they bring a certain element where you point to them and say you guys need to play like that, and that's like almost unheard of in today's game. But Huberto is a better player than Kachuk straight up. So then to get a top four defenseman, a first round pick, and a prospect is absolutely insane. And I don't really know what Florida's management is doing. Like if you think about it, all the way back until the trade deadline, they gave up a lot to get Claude Giroux. They gave up a lot to get Ben Sherratt. They had Andrew Burnett, who yeah. won the coach of the year, and then they fired him. They didn't even bring him back. They didn't let him, they didn't even fire him at the end of the season. They fired him after every single coaching job was already, like they kind of did him dirty. They did Huberto dirty. They offered too much. They've been given, they don't even have a first round pick for the next three or four years, I don't think. This team is, they better win, or else that team is in serious trouble for 10 to 15 to 20 years after this. Like it's going to be hard to rebuild. Weird. That's right where they just got out of too. They were the shittiest team yep. in the league, like my entire childhood, or like like as far as I can remember, <laughs> they're absolute fucking dog shit. Like, yes, and, and they're finally good, and then all of a sudden they trade away like the best player they ever drafted in Huberdo, and uh, give up Huberdo plus a bunch for Kachuk, and I don't think they they fucking got the return that uh, you know like an equal return at all. I think they got fucking robbed right there. They got Did scammed. they get a pick back? I think. They I think it's a conditional. It's like a conditional fourth or third or something like that yeah, that they got back. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So, yeah. Um, Huberto speaks for himself. Um, like, he's a perennial 100-point guy. One of the best players in the league, man. Yeah. I don't know if you'd say yeah. Matthew Kachuk's one of the best talented, players yeah. in the league. Maybe. I guess he could. Well, I think the thing with Matthew Kachuk is they really wanted, like, a guy like that. I mm -hmm. think that he does. I, they think that he's going to do more for the team than, than those guys, right? Maybe they heard that. Um, Huberto or or Uyghur didn't want to resign. I don't know what the deal was, but it didn't seem mm. like when I saw that I was like, what could have been? This is an absolute this is an absolute fleece job. They took him to the cleaners. But yep. um like I said, Huberto speaks for himself, but dude, Uyghur, in my opinion, is maybe the most underrated player, or he's in that list of like yep. most underrated players in the league, man. Like that guy, um, was it the bubble or the I guess it was the bubble. Um, where Ekblad was hurt and the Panthers were trying to make a, a run there playing Tampa Bay again, right? And they went six games without Ekblad, as far as I remember. And Uyghur had a yep. six series. And, like, he's their second-best defenseman over there if, if you're an Ekblad fan. And when Ekblad gets hurt, like he fucking predictably does every year, Uyghur's always the guy that steps up. So I don't know who's going to be that guy if, if Ekblad goes down again next year. Um, But Florida might be in trouble and and... Calgary um, just added a very good piece to their blue line. And I'll say this, if, if Uyghur was on, if Uyghur's on the Leafs, I know if we post this on TikTok, the fucking TikTok boomers <laughs> would be pissed at this. But um, if, if Uyghur was on the Leafs, he'd be, he'd be 
You'd be all your favorite defensemen. He'd be a top pairing with Morgan Riley, no questions asked. And he'd yeah. kill every and penalty, and he'd be he's he's yeah, unbelievable. He'd be everybody's favorite guy. He's, he'd be yeah. everybody's favorite guy. He's a top. I'd say he's a top fifteen D man in the yes. league. And, yes, and, uh, I, I I couldn't agree more. I met that guy. Eh? I met Mackenzie. We just friends oh, with Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking little wedding party. Eh? Fucking, I didn't actually talk to him, but I saw he was there. I think he's from like the Ottawa area too. So fucking just wait till he's like 36 and he might go to the sentence for you there. Ty. Let's go. <laughs> fucking um, win another Stanley Cup after Drew lifts his. Let's go. But yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> but uh, that's that's the, about as much as I observed when I saw him. He's a bit pretty big dude. I was just saying, right, here's well, what I'll say. Oh, yeah. sorry. One more, one more take on it. Sorry. He um, was a nobody too when I met him too, right? And oh. so it was like fun to see him like all of a sudden become someone. And then uh, I picked him up uh, in fantasy, man. And I, I just picked him up because based off of stats. He's a top, bro. He I was never like heard a top of him. 60 player in our fantasy league. Oh, I never heard of him. And then he was a free agent like a year or two ago. And I pick him up and he's just fucking like lighting it up for me. Blocking shots, fucking getting points. Yep. Like he did everything. Bro, this past year, he was a top 50 or 60 player in our league, bro. Yeah. I don't think I had him this year. I had him the year before, and nobody knew who he was, but he was playing on the top pairing of the of the Florida Panthers. Like, he was right up there, and that's probably when Ackblad yeah, was hurt. He's a legend, bro. He's a great defenseman. He's, yeah. he's, um, he's Calgary's best defenseman. Oh, for sure. For sure he is. He's up there. Um, He's definitely in the top two. Like, he's the, he's one of the the top two defensemen there because I think they still got Noah Hannafin, right? Na- and Noah he, Hannafin's pretty fucking good. I like him a lot. He's not Uyghur. I'd still say he's not Uyghur. I no, think, he's not. Um, he's not. I think Uyghur almost becomes like um Like, he has the opportunity now to become like a, a top echelon guy now. Yeah, realistically. Now he's in a Canadian market. You know we're going to talk about him fucking. Yep. And he's not behind Ekblad, like an Ekblad or something like that. Like, it's 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 his decor to fucking really like um dominate so yeah you might end up getting paid you know what i'm saying like well 100 percent. So. and the thing about calgary too is that they were in absolute shambles right like once goudreau and kachuk had said they wanted out it's like oh my god and we had talked yeah. about it Stu. we didn't think that they wanted to rebuild we thought they just kind of wanted to retool both of us were on the I same page with that. I, knew I didn't weren't. think so. They we, got good pieces, man. They got so good pieces, pieces, and they got Markstrom and Net. If you have Markstrom and Net, he's one of the top five, top six goalies in the league right now in the last two or three seasons. He's You're not going to start to rebuild unless you're going to trade him away too. So if they replace, let's just say this, they replace on in forward alone, Kachuk and Goudreau with Huberto and Nazem Kadri. That's an upgrade, in my yeah. opinion. That's an upgrade. I understand Nazem Kadri would be the number two center, but like, dude, I would rather, if someone said you can have Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau, or you can have Jonathan Huberto and Nazem Kadri, I'd have to yeah. think a long, long, hard yeah, thought about that. Like, I, you that's know what I mean? Tough. It's a tough one. I go, I go one. number two. I yeah, go number like, two. Because I, I, I think Huberto, everyone says Huberto, Goudreau cancel out. I think Huberto is a better Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, and he's bigger, and he, he plays a little bit different than Johnny Goudreau. He brings a tiny bit of Kachuk where he's not afraid to get in the corners and battle like Johnny Goudreau kind of is known to just kind of play up and down the wings and inside the hash marks and whatever oh, else. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's, he's known to play like that. And Nazem Kadri plays exactly like Matthew Kachuk. I understand Kachuk had 100-plus points. I wouldn't but, say exactly, but... but well, he, he plays um, that tough-style game. He runs guys over. He can play a skill game. Like that's that's pretty much how Kachuk plays. He plays like, like he, him, you know but I don't think he's on the same more, level. Like they no, he's not. Kachuk's, but not the level Kachuk does it. At. Kachuk's more physical and and gets in your head, draws penalties. I think Kadri is like a he's he does all probably that too. maybe one of the best two way two way forwards is what I'm saying. Like 
Um, they do the same shit, but I think Kachuk just does that. Well, like, Kadri doesn't drop dudes like fucking Kachuk does and fight. Yeah, he does. He just does it fucking in a dirty style and gets suspended for it. <laughs> I was gonna say Kadri. has got the mean streak, just like Kachuk, yeah. and he'll fight. He'll fight from time to time, and he runs guys over. And on top of Kadri, will. I'm saying out, if out, you look at the pure numbers, though, he's he's not. He's, he's not, not as good. He's not Kachuk as good as Kachuk. on the physical side. No, but well, like it's, and it's not even that. I'm just seeing on the physical side, he's not Kachuk. He, like, you know I'm saying, saying as an overall player, I'd take Kachuk over Kadri. But if you're talking that package of Kachuk and Goudreau or Huberto and Kadri, I think I'm with you. I'm taking door number two. I, that's, I that's, in my opinion, yeah. that would be a big upgrade for Calgary. And I think that they are going to go balls to the wall for this Nazem Kadri. And I don't get why he's sick sticking around. Sorry to bring up another topic here. What is Nazem Kadri doing? What is John Klingberg you said that doing? You said that last pod. Yeah, too, like what are the they weeks. doing? I, I thought that they would be going back to their team. It's been another week and a half. Where, what are they yeah. doing? Well, I think you said like yeah. the longer it goes, the more likely it is to kind of stick around there. I think that, that yep. could happen. And then like similar with Patty Kane, where they can't really figure out where they, the right deal. And then they, maybe they'll play half a season and get traded at deadline or something like that. I could see that happening. Did you see Johnny Tabe's comments for out of Chicago saying that he's not yeah. interested? It's going to be a five-year rebuild. And he, it's no interest at all for him. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be harder for Taves to get traded, man. Taves, Taves hasn't yeah. really been playing much. He's still going to, even if they eat half the salary, he's still going to be making $6 million. It's going to be tough, man. He's going to be a, yeah. a trade deadline acquisition for sure. Johnny Taves mm-hmm. will be. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I want to wind it back a little bit here, though, before we move on to the next thing. And uh, just bringing back uh, when you mentioned how you know, they weren't, Calgary wasn't really looking to rebuild, but I think that was a big concern of their fans. Like they were worried, like, what the fuck is going on here? So I think uh, just on that point, like, yeah, they made a big upgrade there and they're, they're better off now than they were like a few weeks ago when they were absolute panic mode. And then we yep. mentioned Kachuk a million times. So I got to bring up the more superior Kachuk brother Brady here. And can you believe <laughs> these guys are in the same superior. fucking division now? We were talking a bit last week, like imagine he goes to the Leafs. And they're on fucking division rivals, but not quite as intense as that. But he's still playing in the same Atlantic division as his brother. They're going to see each other a ton of times. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, it's going to be electric. And I think the their um, their mom made them like agree to not fight each other. But if they're playing against each other all the that. time, that that could I think it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen one I day. I think so too. If I had to place a bet, will the Kachuk brothers fight each other in this, in their, because what does Brady sign for? Seven more years and, and Matthew's yeah. got seven as well or eight as well. Yeah. I think in those seven or eight years, they definitely drop the mitts at least once because oh, they just Brady's going to ragdoll him. Brady's going to ragdoll him. He's way bigger, right? Like Brady is. Yeah. I was, and he's a I little brother too. He's a monster. He is a monster. Brady Kachuk yeah. is. Like, they, I've heard beast. someone say too, like they they list him light, like smaller than he is. Like they have him at like six four, however many pounds, and people are like, nah, I think he's like fucking six five, like fucking this <laughs> this much bigger than what they have him listed as. They probably uh-huh. have dialed it in since. Like I think I heard that back in his rookie year. But that guy's a monster, and he's only like twenty two years old. Like he's only gonna get bigger, yep. man. And he's only yep. going to get better. He's only going to get faster. I think last year I saw him on a breakaway. And usually he's like a sloppy-ass skater. Like, I forget what commentator said it, but they're like, if uh, hockey was played on grass, Brady Kachuk would have the dirtiest jersey in the league because the guy's <laughs> constantly falling over, like getting pucks. Like, when he's down on the ground, he's always flopping around, right? But then yeah. one day I see him on a breakaway, and he's zooming past everyone, like full speed and overtime, gets the game-winning goal. I'm like, holy fuck, I know a guy could skate like that. Like, and he's just getting bigger and he's he's growing into yeah. his body. Like he's got that huge frame that you kind of got to get used to, probably. Like, you know, he's growing up still, right? He's only 22 or 23, however old he is. 
that guy's gonna so be a think- weapon and i think uh well, you got a question i'd love to hear it i was gonna say you think kachuk would uh or wow fuck i'm talking about both kachuks and i just said kachuk <laughs> uh you think um brady would rattle absolute actually like fucking dominate matthew in a fight? yeah yeah i think i bet no, like his I old childhood i bet matthews was fucking beating up on brady because think- he's a little brother i bet yeah. now again the big league show oh buddy brady kachuk fucking took out shea weber he ragdolled shea weber i think he could fucking like me you know what yeah. <laughs> Shea no, Weber. I'm just kidding. Buddy, no, Shea, Shea Weber could still throw down either way. I don't care about what I'm fucking age or condition I'd agree that in. I think Brady – I think it would be a good tussle, though. They're both big guys. Of course, it would like be a great Brady tussle. It's brothers. They're brothers. It would well, be a fucking great small. tussle. But I think Brady Kachuk could still get the W, and I think he'd kind of embarrass his brother a little bit. Maybe throw him in a jersey, you know, fucking knock a teeth yeah, out then or fucking, something. And then, Matt, <laughs> and then Matthew will go fucking just undress him and jock straps. Oh, he won't. Fucking Drew will go out on the ice when they're sitting in the box. And then they'll embarrass him back. When they're sitting in the box, Drew will be out there sniping Geno's. And fucking Josh Norris will be fucking lighting it up. Oh, Josh Norris can score 50 next year, baby. Timmy Stutz was putting up with Roger points. Let's go. Don't do that. Clip that. Clip that. Let's fucking see it. Let's fucking see it. Wait, 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 Ty, don't leave that for the listeners, bro. Do you, tell me you're not serious. Why do you think I'm not serious? Because there's no way Josh Norris scores 50 next year. There's he, no almost scored 40. he almost scored 40 this year, and he was injured half the season. So he almost scored 40, and you think he's going to get 12 to 15 more goals yes. this year? If he's healthy, yes. Wow. Hold especially up, especially playing with Debrinket and playing with Stutzel. Debrinket, I think And playing with Giroud. What? He might score less goals. De- yeah. Debrink gets the guy on that line. Debrink might score, score 50. Yeah. They're, they're going to score up like fucking another 20 goals each being on the power play together. You're going to have fucking <laughs> Bro. Josh Norris lighting it up from the wheelhouse. <laughs> Ottawa's going to have 60 more power play goals from their first <laughs> unit alone this year. Not, not power play goals, just goals. Goals in total. Oh. Goals in total. Okay. okay. Ty, Ty, do you want to bet? Do you want to make a bet like we did on the show, A.O. Toddy? Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, that scares me, by the way. On, that's that's scaring me the more I'm hearing about you had Juan a buddy, Soto. You had a buddy come in on your side, though. The only guy that DM'd Bucks on Nux was, yep. was, was, on, was, on, was on the under. Yeah. yeah Anyways. But see, I don't know if I don't know if Josh Norris will score fifty for sure this next season, but he's, <laughs> okay, he's yeah, ready yeah, in the yeah, next yeah. two the years. The next two years, man. I think like, he'll score fifty. The only I'll bet against that yeah, still. The only reason I say that is because I think this this is the first year they're all playing together. Like Drew's brand new there. Fucking Debrinket's new. It might take them a little while to build some chemistry. They're not going to come out game one. They might, but I don't think they're going to come out game one and have all the fucking shit sorted out. You know, there's going to be a couple of sloppy plays here and there, and then by next year. Like the the following season, they're going to be all dialed in. They're going to have the chemistry. They're going to have the lines figured out. They're going to have the power play units figured out. They're going to have their decor figured out. It's going to be a beautiful team. They're going to win a Stanley Cup as well. I I agree with mostly what you're saying, but if I had to pick a guy in Ottawa that's going to score 50 goals in the next two seasons, it's going to be Debrinket. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But that's why it's a hot think, take to say Josh Norris too, right? Like fucking everyone else. Oh, too. that's so hot. That's fucking. That's, that's, that's a nuclear, yeah. nuclear take. I think. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, I in think, the next two years, Josh Norris will score fifty. That's what I'm saying. Hot not, take. Nah, dude, it's not as simple as your team got better, so he's gonna score more. Because I think now they he's have a better chance. Like Josh. Yeah, that's true. But I'm saying 15 goals is a lot of goals, especially when he already scored 35. I think. I think. 
Look at the team um, he was on though. Like, I mean, he's playing with like Chris Tierney and fucking jo- or Connor Brown. Like, he's yes, he's gonna be playing now not, with ex- Timmy Stutzel and fucking Drake Batherson or something like. But he got a Brady lot Kachuk. of minutes, Ty. He got a lot of minutes. Yeah, he was some one of those of the are gonna only get guys on back. that team. And yeah. he was now injured. Gets, he was injured a lot too, though. Like, he's gonna get scaled back, and I think he's been passing the puck. He's gonna be moving the puck more than he is than than he recently was because yeah. he's got, if he has to bring it on his line is that the is that what's gonna happen you think no he's the go-to sniper on the fucking power play still you're gonna have one option nope. where to bring it nope, on one and then norris will be I the promise other you it's not no i promise you it is oh, i've watched units? every single sense game if they're on the same unit i promise it's not gonna be that I well i think they'll be on separate units i think they're gonna have two gonna sick units the they're gonna have two deadly units but even then they, may, they very well might they very well might but i'm saying if they're yeah. Even if they have two units, Ty, like the thing about the second power play unit is like, yes, they're not re- like they're expected to chip in from time to time. But the the top unit gets a minute 30 and the bottom of the second unit gets well, 40, 40, to, uh, like 30 to 40 seconds on the power play. I, I like I you know what? I love to hear it because I was the same guy that said awesome. Matthew, awesome. Matthews could score 82 and 82. And there's going to be a season where him and yeah. Marner both have 120 I don't know points. Actually. So that's what I'm saying. Like I've had some serious outrageous takes about guys that I'm fans of, but I'm just saying, if you're going to make a bet, think about maybe tossing the Brinkett's name in there instead of Josh Norris. <laughs> that's just your, that's your financial advisors talking right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm trying to, trying to make a hot take here. Like I'm not trying to say the obvious here. Obviously to getting 50. The guy's going to be fucking lighted up. <laughs> every year score 50. Let's go. Let's go. And, and actually, you know what? They're probably going to be on the same power play line because I think to right handed. Exactly what I mean. Not and Norris I'm, isn't going 50. That's the whole point. You're going to have two options. Saying. They're both going to be scoring 50. What's the first power no, play? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> What's the first you know, power you play see line? That belief. If you got a sniper like to bring uh, in your Timmy line, Stutzel on the center, you got fucking or Giroux could be Drew. Yeah, yeah, nope, and then you got uh, Norris and Debrinket on the wings, and then uh, fuck you throw in uh, I don't know Zub out there. You could you could throw another forward no, on Zou's defense. On what? Yeah, it will be. It'll be, be it'll be four. It'll be four probably, forwards and a D. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably be Drake Batherson then, or uh, Claude Giroux, or maybe you put. Uh, Stutes, it'll be Stutes up top. Stutes will be on, maybe. I think it'll be center, though. They're, like, I think Giroux, he's going to learn a lot from Giroux when it comes to taking face-offs. Giroux's one of the best guys in, in the league at face-offs. Yep. And that's one thing. Like, Stutzel's learning center still. Like, last year, they just put him there for the first time. He's still learning it. But, fuck. Either way, man. Okay, I might be... clip you and put you on TikTok, bro. That's crazy. hundred percent. That's a clip. Oh, well, that's a clip. Oh, that's oh a clip. I'm gonna get rinsed for that because fucking yeah, everyone hates this. All the Leaf oh fans are gonna God, come dude. after me, and I'm gonna tell them all to fuck off. No, I won't. I'm not gonna say shit to that. I'm gonna say screw you and watch. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, gonna be one of those guys in the comment section. I'm gonna be a guy in the comment section being like, "This guy's fucking out of his mind." I love it though. I, I'm happy to make a hot take like that, man. Fucking, uh, I, I think uh, the, get... the Sens. That, that's the only thing I'll say though. Is like, oh, I think wow. they're gonna take them a while to get their chemistry going. Like, there's a lot of excitement, and they still need to figure out their defense. They still need to add a top four D. So we're not there yes. yet. But once these Sens are flying, those guys are putting up 50 goals each. Listen, we talked. You're gonna get it, crucified, yeah. bro. You're gonna get yes. absolutely crucified. You're gonna, you're gonna get. You're gonna get barbecued. Skate, you're gonna get barbecued for that oh take, which God. I love. I love that. I think it's awesome. It's it's good to get barbecued on TikTok and Instagram every once hey, in a while. I, good for I the character. I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Thicker skin and good. A hundred percent. Ty's right. He did score thirty-five goals in sixty-six games, and then if you think that the upgrading team, um boost his scoring production i'm not totally crazy and it's not it's not totally yeah like i said it's not totally crazy to say he'll score 50 but um 
I don't think it's as simple as that. Or a lot of people say, oh, the team got better. They're just going to score more goals. I don't, I don't think it's as simple as that. Because That's why I don't think it'll it take like to... next year. It'll take him to get some chemistry play... building. You know, it's going to take Well, the line might score. The line will definitely score more goals, but I don't think it means that he's going to score more goals specifically. You know, no, so I, that's all I'm saying. You yeah, know. I completely agree. Ty, on this part, like we're, we're yes, we're heavy fans, but we're also realistic fans. Ty and I have had conversations before about the Sens, and we don't think it's this year they're get, like this year they're going to be contending probably for a wild card. It's two to five years from now where they're really going to light it up, especially yeah. with the uh, moves they made this offseason. So like yeah, seven. I said it a few pods ago. Twenty twenty-seven, yeah. baby. Yeah. You have you have Andrew's stuck last year. Twenty twenty-seven. <laughs> well, I, look, two thousand seven. We're in the Cup final. Twenty seventeen Conference final. Fucking twenty-seven. Buddy, you're gonna end up like that. You're gonna like. Winning you're gonna end up like that hockey news magazine from two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably Jets sold a lot of copies though. Probably sold a lot of copies seeing that. Did they even make the fucking playoffs? I think they did. That was when Hellebuck had a good year. I think. Yep, anyways, exactly. Uh, anyways, that's fifty. That's I think. I think one like they they'll probably battle for a wild card this year, or maybe even do better. Who knows? Really, I don't know what this year's going to look like. But they might do better. They need I a think, defenseman. They need a yeah, defenseman. Top four for sure. Yep. Klingberg's still out there. PK Subban, maybe. I don't know. There's there's options out there. All I'm saying though is like once they're in the playoffs. Nobody knows what happened. They could fucking go all the way, man. They could do it. I swear to God. Like if they can That's make it to playoffs, the every year. Well, the Leafs are cursed, so like, <laughs> we already knew that. We already know what happens every year at the Leafs. Like you could bet money on what's gonna happen like, every single time. I hope they play Ottawa. I hope they play Ottawa. But sure. well, oh, fuck, that'd speaking... be best case scenario for this pod. Oh, that'd be electric, oh, man. Shit. I think this next year yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have some fucking beef on be this pod. This pod. I'm gonna wear my jersey worse. every episode. The pod might end. I'll yeah, fucking, literally, might I, kill the pod. It I've been be. hoping that that this year, DJ. one of the games, Leafs versus Sens, that there's just a line brawl. And we could come on yeah. here and then brawl it on the podcast. Yeah. No, we need, if that happens, we're recording it in person. We're not doing it over serious. Yeah. I don't want to be punching my fucking screen. <laughs> but, hey, speaking of the Leafs, though, look at this division, the Atlantic division, which I mentioned. We've got the Sens, the Panthers, the Lightning, the Leafs, the Bruins. And that, like, they're all fucking incredible. The Bruins aren't making the playoffs next year. Well, I think the the Sens are creeping up on the Bruins, man. Like, they got to watch their fucking. That's what I mean. I think the Sens are actually better than the Bruins. The Sens play the Bruins good. They have in history, historically, in playoffs and things like that. Like, the Sens play good against the Bruins. But, uh, and then, fuck, there's Montreal and Buffalo. I think they're a couple dusty ones. And Detroit, too. They could be sneaky. I think they're going to take a while to develop. But that division is going to be crazy. If you just look at the caliber of players, like, you look at the Sens top six. The Leafs top six, the fucking Lightnings, like they're, you know, you know, the Lightning, they're fucking Stanley Cup champions twice in a row. And then in the finals again, yeah. like they're sick Panthers. I don't know with them, but they had Kachuk. Like that's going to be electric, whether they're good or not. They got the Kachuk rivalry there. And then, yeah, the Bruins, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with them, but fuck, it's going to be electric. And yeah, you might be the right. Worst. Pod might uh, go through some shit when these Leafs and Sens play. The Me worst. and DK are gonna start our own pod. Eh? Yeah, yeah, just where, a straight, just a straight Leafs pod where where we don't have the like, sense fan being like, "Fuck you guys, suck." Like, oh, we don't. <laughs> All right, we just don't want anybody to tell us. <laughs> well, fuck, man, this ends have been so dog shit for like five straight years that like I fucking uh, I have to get my jabs in there when I can. And like now that we're actually doing well, like or at least the moves look good, it's like I finally get a chance to say something. Eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you guys just signed Matt. You guys just extended Matthew Joseph, eh? I don't yeah. know if you saw that. The guy's, a, the guy's a plug. Nick, is, is, wasn't yeah, that the guy that so, traded for Nick buddy, Paul? 
You're talking about your top six. You're talking about your top five minutes of Matthew. You were talking about your top six last week. You fucking threw a curve foot in there. Like that guy's fucking coughing pucks up and overtime costing game sevens. And you're trying to trip Joseph here. That guy's our third line. You're fucking top six. You got a fucking guy like Kerfoot. So I don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right. UFC, dude. UFC. Okay. Let's go on to UFC. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, We'll have a rebuttal next week from that one. Okay. But uh, moving on to UFC, I've still been slacking on watching these uh, UFC events lately just because I've been, you know, busy doing other things like drinking too many beers in the great outdoors and whatnot. But uh, that still hasn't changed anything when it comes to making money off our gambling picks because we did it again last weekend. I think I went eight and five or something like that on my picks. So wasn't my best night of gambling, but uh, we were still plus money. And then DK there, I think you nailed some parlays too, didn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. So I had, uh, I actually... There's a chance that if you don't count the main event, which I don't because it was fucking stupid. Yeah. The main event was so dumb and it just, it was a fluke thing. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand how that wasn't a doctor stoppage, no contest yeah. and how it was a TKO. It made no sense to me. If you two don't, if you take row, that like out. That. Yep. Like if you take that out. In a row, just disappointment. Yeah. Sorry. I was undefeated again this week. I had, I had Muhammad Mikhaev. He won. I had Mark Jacadze. He won. I had Molly McCann. She won. I had, uh, I guess I had Gustafson. He lost. He looked horrible. It's, he's done, eh? He's done. I was really hoping he'd bounce he back. Like, he's training with Chemayev and that, and I think it's great for Chemayev. Like, Gustafson's one of the legends of the sport, but I think his chin's yep. gone, eh? Like, he just gets touched, yep. and he's dead. he's out cold now. He's probably going to have some fucking CTA shit going on in his future. Well, yeah, the, the first the first bad. shot rocked him. The first shot put him on jello legs, yeah. and that was that. It but then I had Patty Pimblett. He's one of my he favorites. Won. I love that. Well, yeah, yeah, I love Patty and the McCann duo there, man. I think if you see those two on a card together, which they have been the last fucking two times they fought, yep. you parlay those two together. That's one of the parlays that hits fucking every time. Like, they're, they're, they're badass. Also, I love the Patty Pimblett speech after, too, about, you know, mental health and, and all that. I think uh, Patty Pimblett is a uh, a great you know he's a bit of a goof sometimes but i think he's a great uh, kind of uh role model in a way i think mckayev was saying like why do people look up to this guy and that like mckayev was talking shit but Pimlet, man i think he's a he's a he's a future superstar in that sport he already is a superstar fuck's sake but the boy loved what he the had boys on that. the on the brush crew podcast we were listening to there ty last yep. night fucking shout they, out brush uh, crew it's our buddy's sure, podcast. Brester, I think. They, they have a, a lot of fun stuff on their show. They're talk- they get yeah. a little raunchy with their humor sometimes, but if you want a good laugh and you like the raunchy humor, check out the Brash Crew podcast. But go ahead, yeah, Steve. Sorry, I just had to get their plug in there. Um, uh, One of them, Dylan, I think it was Dylan, said, uh, or maybe it was Mark. I don't know. If one it's of them Dylan, yeah. had a Talking good point. Patty. Yeah. yeah, said he's like McGregor with a better message. I think that's like a totally. fair way to say it. More positive message, yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. Definitely agree yeah. with that. I mean, he is a lot like Connor in the kind of uh, electricity. I think that's that he a very, draws fairly through. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't see McGregor out there fucking talking about men's mental health and shit like that. You see him out that's there. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, punch DJs and fucking punching old, old guys people at, the at bar a bar. For yeah. Taking, <laughs> for not taking a shot with him. Like, that guy's an asshole as much as like he, he got me into UFC. McGregor got me into UFC, but like he's like clearly like not a. He's a bully. I just see him as a bully, really. And uh, he thinks he's top shit and all that. And then Patty, on the other hand, is out there, wins a fight, and he's telling people, you know, like, fucking look out for your boys because, you know, I'd rather have my buddy crying on my shoulder about something rather than going to his funeral the next day. And I fucking totally agree with that, man. Like, fucking, it's a serious thing. And fucking, I mean, we have listeners too, and 
you know, I think uh, it's, it's box on Knox. We don't have a huge following just yet, but I think it's good to get that message out there that, you know, if you're going through shit, fucking talk to someone and uh, you know, the, your, your boys are here for you. If you ever need to fucking shoot the shit with someone, fucking even me, hit me up. I don't care. Like I'd rather fucking hear you, you know, complaining about something to me than fucking hearing you passed away the next day, you know? So get that in there as well. I thought. It's a great message and it's a great moment from a guy like you always hear about uh, right after the fights. A lot of the guys are going through adrenaline. So the fact that he gave that message in the heat of the moment shows you how good of a guy he is. Um, totally. I think that's great. The only thing about Patty the Batty that I feel like uh, I'm with everybody is like you only get every third word. Like I, I there, oh, there yeah. is very few sentences that I understand everything he says. His accent like, is yeah. so thick, like so it's like thick. Watching, uh... that- the TV show Peaky Blinders, eh? That was yes, voting. Yeah, it was hard to understand. You need TV. subtitles. <laughs> you need subtitles yes, for the subtitles. Yeah. I'm a big uh I'm a big defender of, of of I guess I don't know, dude. I've never watched fucking Peaky Blinders with subtitles and I and I understand what they're saying. Like I um and I normally I feel like I understand what Patty Pimblet's saying, but Wow. Um a lot of no, but I, I know I've we I've had this argument before, not about Patty Pimlet, but it's like the, it, it's still it's like the same, it's like the same theme. Fucking like I argue with a buddy that said like, oh no, he was telling me, oh you can't watch Peaky Blinders without subtitles, and I was like, buddy, I do. I was like, it's like you don't understand what they're saying, then you don't understand. I'm like, all right, dude. So I don't know why. I don't know why, but I have a fucking. I'm pretty good, I guess. I fucking understand it. But yeah. It's just. I'm it's gonna- just. Once I'm he gets teabag him like it's modern warfare too, lad. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the stuff that <laughs> and, I get. But when he gets going quick, and all of a sudden you start hearing like the, it's like yeah. I have no clue what the hell he just said. And he said Sounds twenty like words. Language. I caught seven of them. Yeah, it's like I caught seven of them. And then he starts to throw in like a different like us like different slang that he uses that we don't use over here across the pond. Yeah. And it's like I don't even know what he was trying to say there, dude. Like <laughs> I've got school. clips. I've got school. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Some clips. <laughs> <laughs> we got skill. Oh, it's not funny. That's, that's, that's the best. That that TikTok made me cry when I first saw it. I yeah. laughed so hard at that, that was one. A good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. But uh, I want to move on to another fight that was on that card. There, unless like, did you guys have anything more on Patty there? Or? Nope, we're good. I was gonna say I was gonna say we should get some clips and see if I can decode them, and because I might be All wrong. Right. Fucking, uh, I haven't like seen like too many like in depth interviews. I see most of the clips though. That'd be a fun I little segment to, there. To just rip a Patty quote and then see if Stu can translate. Decipher this quote right here for yeah. him. What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> I've got scale. Stu's like, <laughs> see, <laughs> said he has school in my own head. And he's <laughs> not happy. <laughs> but see, uh, I'm just in my own head. Think I think I'm better than I am. All right. Another fight on the card, though, there it was uh, featuring Paul Craig, and I know DK had oh, a little Jesus. bit, a little bit he didn't like about the Paul Craig uh, whole situation. What do you, you want to explain that a little bit more, DK? I I had never seen this guy fight. That's why I didn't pick him up. I kind of went with Ty. Um, I it I was like him, it was one of those things He's where I knew I knew people liked him. I I don't mind him as a fighter. I don't, really don't. It's just I had said this to Ty in the group chat after I said his antics pre-fight. Pissed me off once I saw what he was. Because to me, yeah. I always remember like Kane Velasquez and Junior Dos Santos going to the middle of the ring and flexing on guys and staring them down and getting right in their grill and pretending they're this intense beast. And then the bell would ring. And guess what they do? They'd go right to the middle of the octagon and they'd throw bombs. And it'd be like, either mm-hmm. you're going down or I'm going down. 
Paul Craig did this, and he was acting like he was the toughest guy in the room. And then right off the hop, one punch in, he was laying on his back and trying to get Volkan to come down. It's like, yeah, no, 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 this is an MMA fight. You got to stand up and fight, pal. Like, like I said at the time, people might love that, and they might love the pre thing. If Damian Maya did that, and then you watch a Damian Maya fight, you'd be like, that's kind of that's dumb. Like, why, why did he do that? Yeah. I felt the same way about Paul Craig. I just felt like if you're g- great at something, 100%, I respect it. I respect how great he is at jiu-jitsu, that he could grab a yeah. limb at any moment and break it in half. But at the same point, don't act like you're this intense brawler, basically, when you're not. Like, don't do it. I mean, it's just weird. That's his, that's his strategy every single time is to go in there and, and you know, like, uh, counter their attack. Like, in jiu-jitsu, you're... you're Obviously, you want them to come to you and attack, and then you, uh, you know, reverse their attack or whatever. And he does that every single fight. But uh, I think if you look at any fucking fighter in the UFC before the fight, they're going to try and hype up their fight whatever way they can. They want to get more eyes on it and stuff. So they go out there and they yell at each other and shit like that. And uh, I guess it doesn't look as intense when he does that and gets in the ring and then flops on the ground and, and yeah. tries to play his jujitsu game. So I, I get where you're coming from. But I mean, fucking look at any other fighter in the UFC. They do the same shit and they fucking, they do that to hype up the fight. And also I know uh, him being a Scotsman and painting his face with the blue and white and all that. Like he's, he's feeling it, you know, like it's part of the psyche thing. He's psyching himself into the fight. He's trying to psych out his opponent. There's all those elements in play when they do these face-offs and do all that shit. So I fucking, I don't think he's any wrong by doing that, but uh, I can get where, yeah, I can see where you're coming from by saying like, it's fucking, He's almost overhyping what he's about to yes. do. But then yes. when you when you under, like when you get jujitsu uh, Brazilian jujitsu in that, it's like it makes sense, right? Like it's fucking even though he's not out there swinging and fucking clubbing for people's heads to knock him off, he's still going out there to snap your arm in half. He's still going out there yep. to break your ankle. So like in uh, all the previous fights I've watched of him, he's won like every single time. I don't think he's lost since like at least you have to go back a few years to find a, a loss of his. That's why I think, you know, I think he'll bounce back and he could become a future contender. Like still, I said that last podcast, I think he he still has that potential. He just, uh, yeah, maybe needs to work on his striking and that or something because his game plans always go to the jujitsu and uh, you're not going to beat some guys with that strategy. That's just the way it is. And then once you figured out what he was, like Volkan Ozdemir, I know you didn't watch that. He did not look great. Like Volk yeah. didn't look like the old Volk. He looks like old and he can't pull the trigger and whatever else. And as soon as uh, Paul Craig didn't get the first takedown, you kind of knew it was over. And it was just weird. Like the one thing that I will say, I always loved Khabib because Khabib knew what he was. He knew he wasn't yeah. going to go in there and exchange. But guess what he'd say in the press conference? I'm going to take him down and I'm going to smash him. That's what he always just yeah. said. I'm gonna smash. Him. I'm yeah, gonna smash. Him. I'm smash gonna dummy him. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna no A in smash. It's an E. I'm gonna smash him. Yeah. And it's like it was always the greatest thing of all time because you knew Khabib knew what he was. He knew what he was good at, and he knew what his game plan was. And he had no problem being out there. I told him, why doesn't Paul Craig come out there and just in his press conferences just be like and whatever else or like chirping guys like I'm gonna break your arm. I am gonna grab yeah. that leg, and you'll never walk the same again. I am going to choke yeah. you until you're unconscious. Those are things that he should be doing and saying, but instead he's doing he's this another like, guy, I'm a brawler, he... I'm a brawler. It's like, no, yeah. you're not a brawler, dude. You're not in a bar Did room. he say Nobody's... he's a brawler, though, or did he just yell at him? Like he, he was just, well, he's just he's yelling at him. And it's just yelling at yeah. him. But my thing is, if you're going to do that shit, like I said, Khabib was like, would say to people, like, I'm going to take you down and I'm going to 
dummy you. Like, I'm going to ragdoll you. I'm going to punch you in the face until you can't have it anymore. Paul Craig should be the exact same, but just jujitsu style. I'm going to yeah. take you down, and I'm going to break that arm. You will never walk the same again if I grab you by the knee. I am going to snap yeah. every toe if I get a toe hold on. Like, <laughs> see, you know what I'm saying? Like, you he need, should be you doing need that subtitles, kind of stuff. though, different. too. If he was saying yeah, that, you need thing. subtitles. Yeah, like, like, you wouldn't have a fucking clue. He's going to fucking, you know, break your arm and leg, but you wouldn't have a fucking clue what he's saying. Be like, cool, man. 100%. 100%. So instead, he just goes and yells at you, right? He puts his face yep. paint on and yells at you because that's the only thing you're going to understand. But yep. uh, moving on to uh, this weekend's picks at UFC 277. I got a few of those. I've got Nunez getting her revenge there against Pena. I think that's, you yep. know, guaranteed to happen almost. I actually bet on Pena last time and won that. So that was beauty. It'd be nice if it happened again, but I just, I'm not feeling two times in a row that that's possible. And then I've got Marino over uh, Kai Car of France. And I think that one's, you know, got fight of the year potential because both those guys love pushing forward always are electric to watch and the last time they fought it was electric as well yeah, i think it went to decision too so like this one it might do the same like i think it's going to be a close fight and uh i don't know if i'm going to put that in a parlay or not just because i think it's going to be real close but marino I, like he's one of my favorite guys in the ufc like him chamaev and a few others those are my favorite guys going just how electric they are and then uh, what else do I got here? Uh, Pavlovich over Lewis. Someone's getting knocked out in that fight because they're both fucking giants. But uh, Pavlovich there, I think the last fight he was in, he suplexed a guy like fucking right over top and just yeeted the guy. I'd love to see that again. I think uh, Pavlovich has a potential to go and contend for the title one day if he keeps up this tear he's been on. But Lewis, is, uh, he's got knockout power too. That, that, someone's getting knocked out either way. And then I've got uh, Uncle Iev there. Um, I think that was the last pick I had. Like we kind of locked in here, and then the uh, prelim picks and the early prelim picks. I'm gonna hold off on and post those on uh, the Bucks on Nux Instagram story there on Saturday before the fight. So keep an eye out for those. And then uh, DK, what do you got? So I only got one prelim and early prelim pick. I don't think the early prelims and the prelims are that great this week. Um, it's kind of a no, UFC not. 277 isn't the greatest card of all time. Sometimes those are the that. best, though. Like those when are like, like that. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. UFC 206 in Toronto. I went there. It was considered to be the worst put together card in terms of uh, fights and whatever, and everything fell out. Like it was supposed to be DC versus Rumble Johnson, and that fell out two weeks yeah. before, so they didn't even replace it. It's supposed to be Holloway versus uh, somebody for the belt, and then Pettis stepped in, and then Pettis missed weight. And there was another fight on the card canceled, and it was still voted in that year to be the best card of the year. So these cards, yeah, these right. underrated cards, always have a chance of of lighting it up, especially when there's a lot of heavyweight fights, which there is. Yeah, knockout after knockout. Love yes. It. Like, you know that you either you're going to get the most boring three-round fight in a heavyweight fight, or you're going to get a unbelievable knockout at some point, which is I'm always yeah. in for. Um, so to go in the prelims, I got Drew Dober over Rafael Alves. I like Drew Dober a lot. I think he's kind of underrated okay. in the fight game. Um, I like him to get the win. I like Ankaliyev. Ankaliyev was the guy last week that I was talking about that I said, uh, who was the title? Who's fighting Charles Oliveira? Who is that? Oh, uh, Makachev. Makachev. I, I got those two mixed up. I said I wasn't I wasn't impressed with Makachev's last fight. It was Ankalaev's last fight I was not impressed with, and he had said after the fight that he wasn't impressed with it, so I think he's going to come out against Anthony Smith and actually put on kind of a show. Um, yeah, so I Smith's like kind of the kind of, Anthony Smith, too, he's the kind of the guy that'll just take up any fight whenever he's offered it, so I feel like mm -hmm. like he just signed up for this because he loves to fight, and Ankalaev's going to yep. rip him apart, I think, yeah. So my heart 
has always taken Derek Lewis. I'm going to take him again by finish. By really? KO. Really? I, I, I don't think so. You know what it is? I don't think he's going to win, to be honest with you. If I was anybody listening out there and you're locking in picks on your bet slip as I'm going through, don't put Derek Lewis in there, but I love him and I'm going to bet him until I fucking can't because he's the best at, guy on the mic for, in the league, though. Like, I fucking oh, love dude. Derek Lewis, too. But I just think Pavlovich is the future. Yeah, I think Pavlovich is great, too. And I think that's why they put him up against Lewis, right? Because if he beats yeah. Derek Lewis, then that's, that's him completely arriving Proving. on the heavyweight scene. A hundred percent. But I want to take Derek Lewis. I used to love back in the day when he would take his shorts off. My balls are hot. That's yeah. why I took him off. Joe. My balls and is like, hot, Joe. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like, where's Ronda Rousey's fine ass at after he knocked out Travis Brown. That <laughs> yeah. was a fucking iconic clip. He threw Bruce his Buffer. jock into the crowd. Didn't he? Did he yes, take his dude. jock out and throw it into the crowd? That's with what a I'm legend. saying. Like <laughs> this guy is a absolute beauty. Bruce Buffer used to introduce him as a barroom brawler, Derek Lewis. Yeah. I think there's no other, like, I just love him. I have to bet him f- with my heart. Oh, Don't ever bet like with your heart. That. Well, a fight like that, man, you got a hunch. I'd say go for it, like especially in heavyweights, because heavyweights yep. usually end in a knockout. And if you have a hunch, fucking take it, because that one punch yep. is all it takes to knock. Pavlovich could go down from a Lewis punch any day of the week. Yes, Lewis has yep. fucking nasty power. I just think Pavlovich will get like grapple him and suplex him across the ring, kind I of agree. thing. But I like I, I like your uh, your pick there. I like I think that's one. Maybe yep. I'll leave out of the parlay too, because it could go either way. Pavlovich is I'm my on- pick though. <laughs> I'm undecided on uh, Kai Kara France and Brandon Moreno. I might, I might uh, end up making a pick and kind of throwing it out there as part of my picks on Saturday that I give out. And then I, I'm going Amanda Nunes by finish. I think if you had to lock it down, she's yeah. going to win by KO or TKO. Uh, we talked about yeah. it a little bit before the pod even started today. Amanda Nunes had come out herself and said, you know, I just kind of lost the fire. I lost my hunger. I was the champ. I had beaten everybody. I'd done everything. I'd taken out Cyborg, who was an absolute legend. And I just wanted a different challenge. And, and it wasn't coming in the UFC, but then she lost her belt. She said, I'm hungry again. If Amanda Nunes is hungry and she's training like she used to, she is going to come out here and dummy, dummy Juliana Pena. Like, I don't think it's going to even be close. Yes. You could argue she's the greatest of all time in the, in the sport. Like at least before that she lost Pena definitely could argue that, but now it's like, makes it a bit of a tougher Mm -hmm. argument, but I think she's going to come out, get her revenge and then you know, I'll be right back in that conversation for sure. Yep. She's still in that conversation, cool. but it'll just kind of reassure that it was a bit of a fluke when Pena won, which I think it was like, but that's my Completely opinion. Agree. And that was, yep. uh, that was all the picks you had there. I think that was it, right? That was every pick. Yeah. That was every pick that I had. I think I gave out four or five there. Ty gave out yeah. four or five. You can make a lot of money off these picks that we throw out every single week. I'm telling you. Fuck. We do every single week, man. But, um, yep. moving on to the next topic now here. Um, I know you guys wanted to talk about baseball a bit, so I'm going to kind of let DK introduce this next topic here about the Blue Jays. So this is a uh, this is a do or don't. Would you like to see him or would you not like to see him for Stewie J with the Blue Jays? Because the Blue Jays, the <laughs> trade deadline for the MLB is August 2nd. Um, so it's coming up here very soon, within a week here. And uh, I'm here. I, I'm just going to throw a few names out there. We know what they need. They need relievers. They need starters. They need a left-handed bat. You don't want to right. you don't want to waste the whole system, of course, because like you said last week, that I completely agree. They're looking for uh, like longevity and long term success. So let me throw a few names out there. Before I do that, did you get the notification on your phone that said Yankees Yankees acquire All Star? And I thought ben it was going to be Juan Soto when I, I read the first oh. three words. <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be Juan Soto, but it was Ben Attendee. 
think that would have killed me. I think that was a great play by them. I thought that was it a is. guy that the Jays might be all in on because Ben Attendee's a good left-handed bat. I like him a lot. He is. Here's the thing, though. I went and saw Kansas, um, the first game of this Kansas series, a couple weeks back, and and, and he wasn't there because mm. he stayed back with the rest of the team. He wasn't back. So I guess okay. he's not, yep, true. doesn't have the vac status. So they have one more. I think the Yankees have one more series in Toronto. Yep. Um, before before the postseason, and we'll see if he's in there. I assume I. Well, I assume he wouldn't be. So I guess they thought that it's just one series worth a worth a fucking worth a shot at, worth acquiring. Ty yeah. muted you again, bud. This anybody that can't watch, Ty just came back and fucking popped a beer open with his teeth. Ty that dropped was... the headphones directly on the mic, oh, got shit. up out of his chair, squirt, squeak, Fuck. squeak, squeak, walking, coughing and shit in the background. <laughs> the oh, you shot condenser yeah. mic, you just hear everything. So fucking I don't know. Sorry, lads. Sorry, there are listeners out there who couldn't handle the sound <laughs> of a beer opening. Fuck, it was so painful, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. No, not the beer opening was. Fucking guy muted me, fucking took, cut me off the fucking. Whoa, in your chair. Oh my god. <laughs> You're back. You're like, buddy, you're lucky I mentioned it to you. I would have let you go the rest of the pod silent. That would have been funny. I done eh? the fuck. Yeah, well, fuck. No, how about we like, want to do that this time? We could try that. No, I forget the fucking saying. DK tried to do it the, the, the week you missed and fucking butchered the fucking no try. Oh, so. yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. Hey, I messed it up too before, so it, it happens, you know. That's, That's a everyone. clip on our page somewhere. Yeah. That's a clip on our page. Yeah, anyway, the wasted, so- the GTA wasted. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, that was funny. Totally shambled <laughs> your guys' conversation. No, you're good. The first name from the uh, Oakland Athletics, Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas for, I don't have a tra- I don't have a trade package. I'm just assuming it's going to be a prospect or a, or a piece. You know what I mean? We found out on TikTok that you can't trade picks in the MLB. I also looked that up. I understand. I knew why. that obviously. I knew I it too. I knew that, but I, I just didn't even think about it. I knew it too, and it just slipped my mind. But the reason why is because they hold no value. Prospects in baseball are fucking yeah. garbage. Like it's gar, it's a crapshoot in baseball. It's one like I don't know. Either way, is, so Frankie yeah, Montas, is, is, is. you want you want him on the Jays or no? Coming would, off a shoulder it, injury. It wouldn't... I, like, obviously, I, I, I love him on the team. That's another pitcher, right? So yep. It's a starting pitcher. That's all I have to say. It, yep. it depends on Yo. the package is what I'm saying. So, like, that, I love him on the team, obviously. Okay, so you got to assume that Frankie Montas being young, having a few... He's got a 316 ERA this year. Um, but uh, you'd have to assume is it's going to... young? It, yeah, it's going to cost... got to be near 30 now. No. He's under team control through 2023, so he's got next year, which means he hasn't even been in the league for five years, right? So he's got to be only. Yeah, I think he came late though. I'm gonna look it I up. I want to say, um, I would guess 27 if I had to make a guess. But so, Frankie 29. Monta- 29. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're bang on. Um, so actually, Price is Right rules. I win. You went over with 30. 27 I yeah i'm making new rules as they go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no so frankie montas that's a name that i like here's another name noah Syndergaard. nah i'm not a big on noah Syndergaard nope. anymore he's not thor anymore um uh let me check his stats though real quickly they're not very good uh, well actually three three era is is uh better than i thought it would have been but he's gonna cost less than frankie montas probably Right. Um again it's pitching depth, like I wouldn't it wouldn't hurt. Um Kikuchi seems to have had a good game and that's kind of the guy we've been yep wanting to replace with all these starters, uh wanting to replace in the bullpen. So uh, or I mean wanting to replace in the rotation. So 
Maybe fucking maybe we don't need a starter. So I'm just kidding. It'd be nice to get a pitcher. Cindergard, like if he comes, I'm not mad, but it's not like I'm out here dying to get Cindergard. That's a that's a play that I think most Jays fans would really like because we traded him for R.A. Dickey and then he went on to be Thor and have great seasons and whatever else. Yeah, but so, he's not that guy anymore, right? He's not, but I don't think a lot of guys pay attention to the Angels. So I don't know if they would know that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I think a lot of casual baseball fans would just be like, Oh, I Noah think he's still good. back. He's all right. He's all right. I've watched him pitch. He's had a couple real bad games this year. He went through a real bad stretch of like three or four really bad starts in a row. Um, but he's, yeah. he's kind of come back around as of late. So the next one would be Jose Quintana, left-hander. That's who's he from again? Quintana's a Quintana's probably the best name you mentioned so far, right? Is that right? Is, yeah, him or him or Montas would be the best for sure. He's on the Pirates. Oh, okay, and not the guy I was thinking. It's a rental, um, pure rental. He's a one-year deal. He's older. He's going to be free agent next year. Again, it depends on who you give up. But that's, again, that's like a, not a guy I'm uh, hoping to get. I was thinking Castillo. Luis Castillo was, was my thinking. next name for the starting pitchers because there's, there's uh, be four it. starting pitchers for us. That would be ideal. Okay. So now – It might take too much. So, so Luis Castillo is the guy that you would want over – you want Luis Castillo over Frankie Montas, Noah Syndergaard, and Jose Quintana. Right, okay. it also costs way more than all those guys. I right? think so too. I think a, I think a smart oh. pickup. I, it sounds, uh, it sounds stupid right now. I think a smart pickup would be Noah Syndergaard. He's going to cost the least amount, and I think that yeah. he can still eat up innings for you. He can replace Ryu. You can throw Stripling back into the bullpen for a long relief uh, role because Stripling is ba- as much as people chirp him. Uh, chicken strips. He's been great in terms of consistency and eating innings. He yeah. could be a great long relief. Analytics, guy. analytics say is the best changeup in the league. You know that? I didn't know that, but that's something that I would. <laughs> hey, that's something that that's something that I would say. Saying. I would take the eye test over analytics on that because there's no way I'd put chicken. Well, they don't really I, have one of the best even the eye test. Even the eye. I mean, he just gets hit hard on his fastball, dude. Yeah, I, I, even his. I hey, the analytics. So then, the analytics means, don't lie. Do you ever see ever see Moneyball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um. All right. So now on to left-handed hitters. Power bat right. from the Nationals, Josh Bell. Yep, I like Josh Bell. I like him too, um, and I don't think it's going to take he, a ton to get him. He would. Um, isn't he a switch or is he like a? Bo- I think he he's a, a he's a he's a left-handed hitter that's hitting three hundred five right now, four ninety six OBP. He's got thirteen home runs, twenty two doubles this year. Josh Bell, and he's a first baseman. And oh, you're right. Sorry, he is a switch hitter. That's my fault too. My yep, fault. Three hundred five switch hitter, twenty two doubles, thirteen home runs this year. So hits for a lot of power. Uh, yeah, I like Josh Bell, and he would um, that allows the Jays to give Guerrero like a day off in the field, uh, especially on first base. He DH though most games. Yep, yep, correct. Yeah, what is he doing? What is he doing? Like, what is he doing in fucking Washington? Well, Washington's gonna. uh, I believe he's playing first base, and right now, yeah, he's a first baseman. He's a plus defensive okay. first baseman and a switch hitter is his player profile right now. So he's plus defensive. I didn't know that. See, I'm not like I, I just knew he was a good hitter. But yep. um a lot of pop in his bat. He reminds me so of like yeah, a Justin I Smoke. I do like Josh Bell. He reminds me of a Justin Smoke. Justin Smoke was a great switch well, hitter, Justin's, great defensively, and had a lot of pop from both sides, especially the left side. So never hit three oh two though, I'll tell no, you. No, 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 he didn't. No, no, no. He did not. He <laughs> did not. Um the next player. I think he, this guy is also a switch hitter, Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. I think he's an outfielder. And he is an outfielder for sure. Had a great season in 2021. He's hitting 261 this year, and he's a switch hitter. 
that if you add him to a, a good lineup, he might be able to help you out. Yeah, 15 home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any left-handed hitter is good as long as it doesn't take up too many assets that we could use to acquire pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd say a left-handed hitter is ideal, but not mandatory. I, I think it's mandatory. I think it's mandatory. You think it's mandatory? Yeah, I think left-handed hitter, some bullpen help, help and a starter. If I had to rank it, it would hey. go. It would go bullpen, left-handed hitter, starter in terms of needs. Would you? Would you? So here's here's my question. Would you rather? Yep. And I'm not saying rather for like as a, uh, it's hard to explain what I'm thinking. Um, not rather as like a fan perspective, like you'd love to see this certain guy in the town. But I mean, like, would you rather if you think you were trying to win a World Series, what would make the team better? Do you think it? It would you rather get Juan Soto because he's an ideal fit for the Blue Jays, but it take too much. Juan Soto and no pitchers, or Noah Syndergaard and Brian Reynolds or Brian or Josh Bell. Juan Soto. No, or sorry, I, I, I know Cindergard was not the guy I meant. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I was gonna put Cindergard with Juan Soto, but I wanted to test just the Juan Soto, Castillo and and Reynolds. But sorry. I get and Castillo. I get Cindergard and Cindergard and Soto and the other. Packages. No, 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 no. First, 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 just Soto. Would you rather have? Would you rather get just Soto and then we don't have, we don't have enough assets to make a, a valuable trade to anyone, and we end up going past the deadline uh, with no requiring no pitchers would you rather have just one soto at the deadline or would you rather have luis castillo and either reynolds or bell we'll say bell because i assume he's like kind of the better hitter juan and we soto. don't need outfielders juan soto. really i'm big on juan soto dude i'm so, i got such a fucking hard on Damn. for Juan, dude i want him so bad i can't i just we get him for three years. We get him for three playoff yeah, runs. But He's the best young hitter if- in the game. He's a left-handed hitter. He's what we need. We still have Gershons. You can trade Gabby Moreno, Aureldis Martinez. Fucking- they might want Gershons. I assume they'd want Gershons too. Okay, well, yeah. It's Juan Soto, man. Okay, but then oh, so then the thing is, is if you get Juan Soto, then you got Gurriel, Teoscar Hernandez, Juan Soto, and a couple more bodies in the outfield. You flip one of them for a pitcher like Syndergaard. And you put them in quickly. a rotation. You've got to do it quickly. Oh, you have you've to do, do it quickly. quickly. You have I, to do it quickly. You have to have one deal in place before you get which the Which I think Soto it's going to be deal. tough. So that's why. I still yeah, am taking. I, 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 am, I am horny for Soto. I want Juan Soto in a so Toronto my, Blue Jays jersey. So the bad. Thing is, so though, bad. The thing is, though, is that if you only. Let's say they were only. Obviously, like I'm saying, I got to fucking preface this now because of the fucking <laughs> TikTok boomers. Obviously, I'm saying it's, no, it's, it's very, 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 very unlikely to happen. But I'm saying, if the Jays were to get Juan Soto and no pitchers at the at the deadline, it almost seems to me like the front office is just almost banking on luck this year, and then saying, "Oh, next year we'll just go out and f- try and sign a free agent." I think, if and then they, you're if down you, money. If you get Juan Soto, you're just showing that you're in a playoff series. You need three guys in terms of starting pitching. You're just showing that you're confident in Kevin Kevin Go- or Gosman. Alec Manoa. The bullpen and Jose is the biggest Barrios. problem. Oh, the bullpen is the biggest problem. But at the same point, even and if you Gossman get Juan did not Soto, pitch well yesterday. No, he didn't. He was four four point two innings. He got my over six strikeouts. Thank you. But at the same did point, he? yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, Yo, did you hit six. that? That I saw you hit the one the night before. No, right? I hit the plus three thirty three, and then uh, yeah, I, hit, I missed I out on the plus one ninety seven because the Jays lost, right? So I had the Jays to win. Oh yeah, oh, okay. and then I had Gosman over six strikeouts. He did, and then Alejandro Kirk did get a hit because he was on a nine game hit streak and he didn't get a hit. But the night before that, really? the night before that, that was that was a all time same game parlay yeah, because I had, the, I had the Blue Jays money line 
I had Vladdy Guerrero Jr. to get an RBI. I had Matt Chapman to get a hit. Matt Chapman had a hit, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had an RBI in the first inning. So the two yeah. hardest legs cashed in the first inning, and then it was cruise control from then on. Springer hit that uh, grand slam. I was like, I'm going to bed. Fucking plus three thirty three. That's a good hit. That is a good hit. Let me tell you, it was it was nice. Yeah. It was nice uh, cashing that check today. Right on. Anyways, but uh, sorry. So yeah, Juan Soto for sure. My last name that I was going to give out because uh, the Yankees are looking to get rid of one of their guys now that they got Andrew Benatendi, and that's Joey Gallo. He's a very good left-handed no. hitter. Um, he is, but he's... He, Joey Gallo is like the uh, prime example of a strikeout yep. or go-long guy. And I'm not... It's just, I don't know, it's like not a thing I'm a fan of anymore. Like, I understand that's kind of where the game has become. Yep. But nobody's out here like stroking off Joey Gallo as like a fucking all-star level player. No, you don't need him. Like, I think you're better served. I think you're better served with a guy... That has like a little bit less pop, but better average because he's an absolute dude. He like he's an absolute like rally killer. You know what I'm yep. saying? Which is like the last thing you want in a playoff series. Like he, it's either boom or bust. So if I had to make if I had to make a a thing right now, top three guys I want: Liam Hendricks from Chicago White Sox. He's on the block. I want the Jays to go all is in. He? on Yep, that's from from all, right. all I've heard. He's on the block. I want the Jays to go all in on Liam Hendricks. He's a closer though, right? You'd yes. have to move someone. You'd have to move Romano to the eight or you'd keep Romano in the nine. You'd tell I Liam don't Hendricks like that, or you'd tell Liam Hendricks, the eighth inning is yours because you know what? Even if, it, if the eighth inning is his on a great team that they're going to go to a world series and you go Simber in the seventh, uh, uh, Liam Hendricks in the eighth, Romano in the ninth. I think that's, that could be up there with a great little one, two, three punch in the bullpen in terms of the, uh, the East. And then also, yeah. I want them to get Syndergaard at, at starting pitcher, and I want them to get Josh Bell as a bat. Those three, I think, you could still keep one of Groshans, uh, Aureldis Martinez, and Groshans the first. I think Groshans um, is definitely the least, like, obviously, he's the least valuable, and, and I think he's the one they're trying to get rid of most, but yep. I think teams have caught on that he's not. He's not what he once was supposed to be. No, but those are the three he's guys. He's still a top 100 prospect, though, I noticed. Yep, yep. Those are the three guys that I want them to go after the most. Liam Hendricks, get a big big arm for your bullpen. That's going to help you out a ton. Josh Bell, great left-handed bat. I guess switch hitting bat, as we found out today. Switch hitter, Josh Bell hitting 305. Great guy. You can plug him into your lineup and give Vladdy a day off, put Vladdy at DH and have Josh Bell, Vladdy, Kirk, and Springer, and Bichette, and Teoscar, and Lourdes in your lineup. All of a sudden, it's looking Lourdes real good. Lourdes is going crazy right now. Yep, Lourdes is yeah, going that'd crazy. Be a, Chappie's going crazy, too, Chapman's, a little bit. Yeah, Chapman's raised his average by, like, fucking almost 20 points. He was hitting 220. He's almost hitting 240 now. Yeah, and he hit a home run tonight. Yep. Yeah, he's he's on fire right now. The Jays' bats are on fire. So then, and then Noah Syndergaard at, at pitcher. I think it's a guy that a lot of Jays fans would be kind of like, you know, they don't know if they want him, blah, 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 blah. You look at his stats, you see his starts, but I just think he's a guy that can eat innings, and he's a guy that actually could come in and be very good. And if you add Noah Syndergaard and then you put Ross Stripling in the bullpen, all of a sudden at the trade deadline, you've added Liam Hendricks and Ross Stripling in your bullpen. It is a great, great looking That's good. Team. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. Yeah, those are the three that I wanted. That was all I'd I be very happy. Point. I'd be very happy with that fucking uh, trade deadline. Um, and... Um, oh, Liam Hendricks is a tough though. I feel like we—it's not a guy that. Uh, Remember how bad he was for us, and then he went to Chicago. That's what I'm saying. Like it sucks that he gets fucked up. Sucks that he's the fucking that he was a J at one point. Right? Yeah, 
Brutal. There's been a couple guys like that. Yep. Yep. Couple Brad Leafs, having a couple great Leafs season I can think of did that too, no? All right, fuck fuck off. Off, All right, man. end All of the right. conversation. <laughs> Bring us fucking home. <laughs> sorry, wait, sorry, wait, sorry, wait, wait. All right, before we wrap, wait, did you have another thought, Stu? I got one more topic to get into as well. I was just going to say Brad Hand was like a rental guy, I think, last year, right? That we took an opportunity on and and, and he didn't do much. And now um, he's a great closer. He's having a great season over there for Philadelphia. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. A lot of Jays recently have been going by the wayside and, and fucking. <laughs> Finding greener pastures. Classic uh, Toronto there. sports, yeah. eh? Uh, yeah. Yo, oh, wait, wait. Before we move on from baseball, have you, did you see the like the renovation plans? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really think it was much. I think they need a whole new stadium. It's just a concrete bowl. I hate the Rogers Center. It is. It. it, it I am going to the Rogers Center to see Motley Crue, though. I'm fucking hyped for that. That would be, oh, sick. My God. That'd be sick. That would be yeah. sick. But I like I like the Rogers Center uh, because I think it's like close to a lot of Jays fans' hearts, but. I do like the upgrades, though. Yeah, I it like would be upgrades. sick to get a new sick. park. It would be sick to get a new park. I'd be sad to see the Rogers Center go because it's such like a, it's such like a. I mean, it's I've like never been monument. to the Rogers like Center, monument. man. It's First a prime. Really? It's, it's a prime location. It's the best location Bro, you could get in terms of Toronto. It's attached to Union Station. It's perfect. But at the same point, First time I'm ever going to. I mean, be it's there. a little bit of a walk. You go. It's you like it's like Motley not attached, Crew. but well, you could take the Skywalk from from the Skywalk. Yeah, yeah, That's still like a block. You're walking a block or two in the Skywalk, but um. Yeah, it's like it's such I'll a monumental stumble in like, block for, piece. Stumbling the block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, such a monumental well, piece of the Toronto skyline, bro. Like it would be yep. sad to see it go, but but a new stadium would be like really hyped. Though. I say when you- and, but I I heard they're gonna put it like in a weird spot though, which I'm not a fan of. Like, no, I would almost if they're if they had to sacrifice the Rogers Center to make a new stadium, um, and put it and they're gonna put the new stadium somewhere else. I'd rather keep the Rogers Center. To be honest, I'd rather them tear down the Rogers Center. Or tear down the fucking Sky Dome and fucking rebuild it. Put in, yep. Re- rebuild something there. Rebuild a new stadium. I, I'm not a big fan of the dome. I think it should be open air. I like the no rain delays thing. I like I think the no it's weather sick delays. With the dome open. I think I think yeah, with the dome open for sure. And I think the thing is in Toronto is that you need a dome because when they're playing in September and when they're playing yeah. in April, you need to have a dome because it's so much colder than in fucking Texas and everywhere else, right? Well, like it's so well, much realistically, colder. like it's not very much colder than, than like, like Boston York. and New York. Yeah, like yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent agree. They can make it even when you go to like I, I'm right across the border. If you go to Comerica Park, Comerica is a hundred times nicer. Yep. It's older probably than the Rogers Center, and it's it's just it's something about being outside and being around is so nice. And Rogers hey. Center is just kind of a concrete bowl with blue seats. It's kind of it's annoying. I hope they do a couple. Of I think it upgrades. looks really good in the sun. I like. Yep. I like it. Yeah. When, the, when you can when see the, the CN Towers the dome's all open. lit up, even at nighttime, right? If it's open like and it. the CN Towers all lit up, and you're looking up at it from yeah. the from the from the thing, it's a it's a good it's a good little ballpark. But at the same point, it could be a whole lot better. It'll it'll be around for a while, but it won't last our lifetimes. I don't think. No. Fucking, yep. there's gonna be a new park. Ten years eventually. will be a new park. You boys, you boys down for fucking? We I mean, you get Ty like super into baseball. You boys down to go for like a a, a tour around for all the parks, the states? Oh one, fuck, one I time? Would love that. Would once love we it. get this, once once we get the show buzzing, we'll, we'll take get, the show we'll on the road and go to every park in the major leagues. We'll do thirty two games. That might be what it. That might be what it takes to get me into baseball right there. <laughs> yeah, dude, Fenway, Wrigley. Yankee Stadium, PNC Park is one I really want to go to. It looks yeah, sick dude, in Pittsburgh. Apparently, that's the nicest park in the major leagues. Is PNC Park? Is it? That's I, what everybody I, says. They I say just like nice the. Like, it's like, like a bar crawl, and just during, baseball. Let's get it. At night in the afternoon, if it's sunny, it looks so sweet with the bridge and the city skyline in the back and, and center field. Like it looks fucking, it looks fucking sick, and and it's like barely new. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. I like agree. there's some ones that there's some ones we gotta you go to. 
sick. I gotta Except get my for passport. Tropicana. I'm, I'm, I'm fine and skipping the Trop. Fuck Tropicana. That's like the Trop is like the known worst worst dome in the league. Yeah, that no Oakland, but yep. fucking Trop is um, it it's like the it's like the Walmart version of a fucking Roger, Roger Center. A hundred percent. Bro, it actually is so ugly. I've seen like videos of it, like people, like TikToks and whose shit. Whose team is like, that? Who's, who's arena is that? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. The Rays. Oh, yeah. It, it sucks because they they've had a good team in the last few years guys too. Guys will have fucking pop ups and it'll get caught in the roof. Like it's like, dude, you guys. Yeah. yeah fucking and, tall enough. But even the concourse me? is just ugly, dude. Yes, the concourse yeah. is dumb there's ugly. Nothing like, there's nothing good about it. Yeah. There's nothing good. They had that one guy I remember a few years ago that would always just sit there behind behind the plate and Yes. That was kind of. He's a ledge. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember? Oh, speaking of the race, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fucking all over the place now. I'm getting into it. But uh, do you remember Chris Archer? Yep. Remember he was a stud yep. for like a year or two there in, in Tampa? What fucking happened to him? Nothing. He's gone. I'm pretty sure he's on a panel somewhere, just like Ricky Romero for the Jays. Ricky Romero was supposed to be this perennial <laughs> Cy Young guy for the Jays, just like Chris But Ricky Chris Romero was, was was older though i feel like than chris archer like uh when he broke in terms in. of when he blossomed yep. yeah yep. like chris archer was young they thought he was gonna be the fucking guy and then uh, he just wasn't that guy no, he wasn't that guy you're not that guy, i was pal. just about to say you're not that guy pal you're not that guy <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get too uh carried away you're getting into uh you know sidetracked and shit like that why don't we uh move on to our final topic here and i guess it's not really a topic it's more of a know exciting news that i think stewie J should be the one that that breaks it because he's the one that kind of coordinated this interview that's coming up next week on the pod yep. why don't you tell us about that stewie J? all right guys next week next wednesday we have an ed- interview locked in with the lad if you watch sportsnet hockey hockey night on sportsnet hockey night in canada you've seen him all the time You've seen him in the crowd. You've seen him interviewing. Best You've hair seen in the his league. fucking hair. Yeah. You've seen it. It's fucking Kyle Bacoskis. BK, baby. He's going to be on the fucking pod next episode next week. It'll probably come out, I assume, next Thursday. We're doing the interview Wednesday. Um, he's an absolute ledge. You're going to love it. We're going to we're gonna try and make him laugh. And uh, if you watch the playoffs this year, um he had a very eventful playoffs like he kind of became like a fucking um local icon it seems like a local celeb like um you saw the charles barkley clip of um him charles barkley said oh your hair is amazing he was definitely fucking hammered and then he told him that he's the canadian tom brady you seen him singing all the small things by blink 182 in the fucking in the avalanche crowd there like it's a He's a guy, man. He's going to be there for a long time. He's like the young face of Sportsnet, and he's going to be yeah. a legend in fucking Canadian broadcasting. We got him on the pod. So like I was saying, if I, if they had Kyle, because they have some media guys on the pod a lot in, in, in on Spit and Chicklets, and that's like the go-to hockey pod, right? So if they had him on, on, on Spit and Chicklets, like that's an interview like I would I would love to listen to. Yeah. And um, so it's great that uh, a podcast of our size has the ability to to get a guy like that on. and and. You know, he's in, mingle in there with all the b- biggest NHL stars and biggest uh, names in, in media every night. So, and Ty, you'd love this. He, I think he, he lives in Ottawa and he, and during the week, I'm pretty sure he does the Ottawa games. Am I correct? Oh yeah. I've seen him on it. He'll like travel for the games, playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He'll travel for the playoffs and, and, and travel for, for the weekends, but I'm pretty sure during the week he's, he's always in a, or I mean, like, unless they send him out on the road, he's normally 
stationed in Ottawa and he'll do the Ottawa games. Um, I'll ask him just to make sure. But yeah. And the reason I got him is because uh, he was kind enough like um, in February of last year to chat with me over Zoom for a bit. So I've talked to him before. I chat with him over Zoom like I was doing a project in school that Ty also had to do there. Um, just like a professional profile project, I think he called it, right, Ty? And it yeah. was just it was like kind of a yeah, dream job to... interview type. Yeah, thing. exactly. So obviously that'd be a sick job. Like he has like the fucking one of the best jobs in the league. You know what I'm saying? In like this guy just gets to walk around the Reno, watch the best games, yeah. go to the see the Stanley Cup finals every year, live in the dream, see the playoffs, experience it, and just travel to all the freaking rinks that they send him to, and, and and talk to the best guys in the game. And so, yeah, yeah. that's a guy that. Uh, should be a great interview and I hope you guys are excited and I hope I hope that's a big episode for us. Honestly, we're gonna clip it. We're gonna ask him his hair routine. Don't worry. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh gonna, yeah, gonna, we are. We're gonna see we're gonna see if you'll share it. You know, I wonder what's head so. and shoulders, eh? Like Troy Polamalu was all about that head and shoulders, eh? I wonder if this no, guy's he's, see he's got he's, some serious oh, underground gel Bro, game he, that nobody yeah, else yeah, knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's another level, eh? It's another yeah, oh, level. Dude, I wonder Bro, I wonder if he'll um you might say that like they have a hairstylist on set that does it for them, which is probably the case. They probably have a hairstylist, and I feel like he's just gonna say that. He's probably been asked before. I hope he says. Oh, he's definitely been asked I, before. He's not gonna tell us the products. I have a no, feeling he's no, not no. gonna tell us the products. Don't, he's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah. I have something that does it for me," and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, but what's the products though?" And he's like, "Ah, I can't tell." No, he, no yeah, products. Yo, can you send but, us the contacts. We'll get him on for an interview next. Yeah, week. <laughs> I want the products, bro. I want the products. Yeah. My thing is like, my my question that I want to ask too is like, like you say, I I agree. I think they have like a makeup and hair person on fucking set, and I'd be like, "So you letting someone touch that head of hair, or do you just look at him and say?" Do the face. Don't touch the hair. I got the hair. Like the hair game's all all on me. I've been doing this for years. You heard what Charles Barkley said. I have the best hair in Canada. Like, don't touch my hair. Like, I wonder if he does yeah. that. And then he just goes out there. He's got this just luscious locks, as they say. He's got one of the best hair games in the league. Kyle Bukowskis, I love it. If you're watching Saturday Night Hockey, he's on your TV. He's yeah. on your television. Reporting in between periods. The young, the tall game. dude with the good hair, bro. That's all you can see. He's got everything going for him, oh, man. He's got yeah. the best job in the world, and he's fucking the Legend. young guy at fucking on TV with the fucking sick hair. Fuck yeah. Um, he's a lad. I wonder if he comes up. I wonder if he'll uh, come out on our pod there with the fucking uh, nice hair, if he'll mail it in a bit, because... No, uh, he's going to have nice hair, guarantee that. No, I, can't I, no, I doubt it. I doubt it. Because I, I, he came on with just like normal hair, just like the oh, he kind of had like the little messy hair going on when I talked to him. Yeah, he did. So <sighs> I wonder, like, like I feel like TV is like a whole different thing. Like, and I feel like they kind of, yeah. they kind of help. Like, they definitely have a hair guy on set. Like, there's no way he does that at home, right? Uh, well, he, he probably, probably knows probably how to do it at home. Yeah, he when he goes out, he definitely home. slicks his hair back. He's just got really good hair. But I'm I saying, guess, I guess oh, if you tune in next like, week, you'll find out. Yeah, we got like yeah. 10 minutes of this guy talking about this guy's hair. We'll move on. Fucking, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear it next week. You'll hear it next week. Kyle yeah, we'll, save that, we'll save that all for the pod next week. But yeah, if I Thursday, next Thursday, yep. next Thursday, if everything goes right, obviously there's a chance he like has to reschedule or whatever. But if everything goes yeah. right, interview him next Wednesday. Episode will be out next Thursday. You'll hear all We're going to ask him everything. And um, I, we're going to ask him about like what NHL guys are like and stuff like that and see if he has yeah. some stuff, some cool stories that he can share with us that you haven't heard anywhere else about um, the insights of the national hockey league so but in the fucking yeah. calendar yep next Thursday. yeah well thank you stewie J, for linking that up i mean we're fucking all stoked about that so yeah hopefully yeah. it helps us get a hopefully uh start like linking the pod then to people that we want to 
get on in the future. I'm still going to, bro, I'm still haven't given up on Sean Avery. I promise you. I DM'd him. He hasn't even seen it or he just ignored it. But I'm not done, dude. And I'm I, not done. I, I was just say, Avery. if we're going to name names, I'm, I've DM'd Cabby. I've DM'd Mark Masters. I've DM'd Brian Hayes. A lot of TSN boys. Mike Malott, baby. DM- Mike Malott. I DM Mike Malott. He never fucking got back to me. I am DMing a lot of people. Maybe this is a clip. We just email DM- is the way to go. Email is the way to go. Either way, we're stoked to have Kyle joining the show next week, and uh, definitely hope you guys can tune in to listen to that. But I think that uh, you know pretty much all we had to get into for today's episode. So why don't we wrap it up here? That's it for episode fifteen of Bucks on Nucks. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and also keep an eye out for our gambling picks on those social media pages. And uh, drop a five-star review down for the podcast if you're enjoying it. And check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. And if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it. <laughs>